Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. With over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now let's start the show. Hey guys. Hi guys. We are back. Yes, we're back again. We are a day late and a dollar short because of Therese. It's her fault. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) Okay. Put it on me. I mean, I'm just saying. Is that not true? It's true, It is, but you know what? I don't know what to tell (laughs) y'all. It is what it is. It was like she didn't feel good the day we were supposed to record, so we had to push it back, but we are back like hot sauce. Like what? And... (laughs) like you just be saying stuff there was an episode like like over maybe even like over a year ago and you were like i was like we back like hot sauce and you were like hot said, sauce what? don't come back it's like yeah what <laughs> what are you even saying and i just remember that cracking that that cracked me up but i, I don't know why i said that but it, it, yeah. i don't know it still doesn't sound weird to me mm. well go ahead and give them the count of the the, the rundown Tell them um, where they are. So this episode, you guys, we're excited because we have some more. We have a special guest on. So she will be... Um, on what? Huh? You didn't tell them what the name of the podcast is, Krista. Oh, I'm doing? sorry, you guys. This is 20-something and living with Krista. And Therese. Um, yes, guys, yes. So, um, yeah, we have a really special guest. Her name is Brittany. Um, we're super excited because she is actually an entrepreneur, you guys. And as you know, it's a whole lot of millennials and a whole lot of 20-somethings who just be like, oh, my gosh, I hate working 9 to 5. I got to live my best life and be an entrepreneur. Well, you know, she actually is that, which is dope, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, she was definitely dropping some gems. So, um, we're going to um, do entertainment. Then we will have the interview. And then after that, we will come back with Hot Topics and Gospiration. In an article. Sorry about that. All right. Hot, hot topics, article, and gospelation. So yeah, we can get started, and then after that, we'll get into the interview. Okay. So I, I, we don't have time for pleasantries today. So. Uh uh-uh. uh. What does we're that just mean? Go ahead. Me asking how you been running running down our past two weeks. We don't got time for that wow. right now. Wow. Wow. So are you ready for <laughs> entertainment? Sure. Okay. So entertainment. I guess we're gonna kind of jump on into I guess the biggest entertainment that I've seen over the past two weeks in terms of you know entertainment is that you know Beyonce's little homecoming thing came out on Netflix right Mm -hmm. her Coachella performance from last year on Netflix Um, and I've been hearing great things about it I did see that Lemonade finally went on itunes i only saw that because you put it up on instagram and i was like what and then the next day i'm on it way to work i was listening to lemonade getting my life not that you didn't know why am i so hit it's like it came out that night i'm sorry that i (laughs) i didn't know a couple hours ago when you did i'm so hip and cool but it was i didn't want did you watch it did you watch it on netflix no it's like every everybody uh, you know that I've been talking to, they're like, "Oh yeah, I've watched it. I watched it a couple times." I'm just like, you know, I'm interested, but I, I mean, because it's basically her performance, so it's like, right? But I they mean, say there's there's a lot of behind the scenes, and she talks about other stuff, but you know, hmm. eh, yeah, 
I'll watch I mean, it. I definitely get to it. I don't, it's just not on the top of my list by any means. Mm. I know that some, what also came out when, you know, what story came out when mm. after her thing came out was that her and Ariana Grande both got paid $6 million for their Coachella performances. Yeah. And people and, were saying that Ariana Grande shouldn't have got paid that much. Right. Or, mm. you know, or Beyonce should have got paid. Just Beyonce should have got paid more than her. It's mostly what I was saying. My goodness. She just made so much bang. It's like, goodness. <laughs> she what? I mean, I would think Ariana Grande would make less than Beyonce, to be. For sure, actually. Yeah, I would think that she would. But then people said, you know, in Beyonce's deal, she also got the rights to it. And so she could give it to Netflix Ooh, and make all that money off of that. So mm, it's like you know that's, different that's different good. things. Sometimes money, the 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 check they cutting you isn't the most important thing. You mm. know you gotta worry about other stuff. So I mean yeah for sure. Like if you count in all yeah if you count in all if you that, count all of that she definitely is gonna make more money off of that one yeah. performance than Ariana Grande is making off of hers. Right. That's a good thing. Good for Beyonce. Yeah, um, Beyonce makes good decisions most of the time. So she really does. It's, what do you mean most of the time? I feel like she. I mean, I don't. Decisions. I don't know all her decisions, so I didn't want to say all of the time. I do want your input though. How did you feel about that Amari Hardwick kiss? We're a little late on that. <laughs> oh but yeah, like, we are late for that. I, was, I thought it was weird. <laughs> it's like even before I heard other people talking about it, right? It's like I mm-hmm. saw the clip and he kissed her on the cheek and they were talking and I felt like it was just a linger or something and something about it nah. was off to me. It was disrespectful. It was oh way okay. Close. I mean, to me, it was just like and she after the, after he left, she looked a little like okay. She <laughs> like, did. She he was like, really on me. She she looked like and this is why I don't come to black stuff. Right. This is see. This is why like I can't this. be with black people because y'all don't know how to. <laughs> Because this is why I only go to the Oscars or I don't know the Grammys right. should be at. Because she showed sure don't come to that the VMAs or the BET Awards. Like right? Because she's like so you guys be all of on somebody. Just gosh. But I also like I wanted Jay to be like, hey, bruh, back up. In the moment, I don't feel like that was the right situation for that. No, I feel like it would. No, not to be like push him back. Like get off my girl. Like no, just like I a mean, nice, I really don't think Jay Z hey, would have done that. I feel like a, like a move. Put your arm out, like bruh. That could have been slick. It could. It wouldn't have been. No I feel like if I would, if he would have done that, and then I would have saw a stern faced Jay Z like whispering something into his ear, I would have been cool with that because it sounded like they talked nah, about it. That's not what. No, I need. I need an arm. No, nah, like as he's backing up, we, like coming in front public. of my girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he grabbed her. I mean. He. he I thought it, it was funny that I was Loki. Why was I wanting to argument, y'all? Because. I was talking to some other girls and they were like, I thought it was fine. And I was like, are you serious? I thought that was so foul. Like to me, it's like, I didn't get, you know, extra up in, up in a roar, uproar or anything, but I did think it was, I, I was just like, this is, this is weird. I don't like, like when people touch my like back unapologetic, like for, without like mm-hmm. me knowing. I don't know how well so. he knows her. I don't think but he knows I, her. I don't the, think. But social media, you know, they, they definitely talked about him. That, that little kiss, it was. I saw it everywhere for you know that day and a half or whatever. It was like, it was. What are you? Foul. What are you doing? I was like, really. It's like you were on somebody else's him. wife, and where is like, your really wife? Then? Right, like you got a whole wife that you be defending. I mean, so, he didn't kiss her on the lips. Now he tried. Did you see how close he was? Oh, that's right. I forgot. He was. It's like he low key was searching for the lips because he was so close. He was. And I was like, you, close. you kissing people on the corners that ain't that mouth. Was, 
that would that that and that's why I would. Oh, Jay, I feel like Jay Z would have needed to say something if he would have got close to those closer to those lips. That's insane. he was close to her lips. I said closer. He was pretty close. Jay Z should have. I mean, he, yeah, he was out. definitely close. I mean, he maybe Jay Z wasn't paying attention. Maybe I don't know, man. But also, speaking of Jay Z, did you see his um thing where he was talking about we need to gentrify our own streets? <gasps> One of no. my nails just came off. It's really sad. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just looked down at my nails and realized one of them came off. That is so How sad. How does your nail come mm. off? Well, the acrylic. Not the acrylic. You know, the whatever. The, the polish. Not the uh, the, the dead. I'm going to try and put it back on. Oh. But, um, okay, but how did you not get that, Therese? Right. Because I don't. You, I see Jay-Z and I keep on scrolling. I don't care. He like, he was, he was talking. It was like, I think it might have been like a tribute to Nipsey. And he was just saying mm-hmm. something like, um, we need to gingerfire our own streets. Um, just he was mm-hmm. just basically just saying, like, you know, it's a system. He was it was like he was breaking it down, like saying how they take money, how they like, you know, they'll make our, our areas cheap, buy them, kick us out, and then, you know, bring all the rates back up. And he was kinda like just breaking it down how it was like systematic. It was deep. And mm-hmm. he was saying we need to gingerfire our own streets. And I was like, I feel you, brother. I do. Yes, God. Um, yeah, I mean I feel that. Yeah, it was really good. Mm. Um. Uh. Uh-uh. What? Reese is again not hip. Okay, I'll take that. So, uh-uh. did so? Have you heard that Jay Z? Not Jay Z. See, you got Jay Z <laughs> on my mind. Have you heard that Kanye West is starting a church? Is that true? Or is that like a rumor? I mean, Kim you Kardashian know? commented on it, and she she said she is one hundred percent on board with Kanye starting his church, and she's like she will not be the traditional pastor's wife who organizes bake sales. So he's gonna be a pastor. See, that was my question, and then that also makes me think about Coachella because I didn't see an issue. He was with selling that selling, merch. I don't see a problem with that. Like you're selling stuff with. Um, God phrases on it or like okay you know, so what I was but, hearing from a lot of different people was that he has obviously based on the Trump stuff he's fallen out of the graces of black people and people mm-hmm. say a good way to get on the good side of black people is to go through you know God church. and church mm-hmm. and so he's mm-hmm. doing these things intentionally not because mm-hmm. he really is feeling this you know hashtag blessed mm-hmm. or whatever these shirts say that he's I selling for that. $400 but I can see that. But people were also having issues like with the fact that he was saying that is that is godly. I didn't see no issue with that. <laughs> but one thing, mm-hmm. and then we can <laughs> talk about his church. <laughs> like, it was I was listening, I was watching like a clip of the reel, and Lonnie was like, "They need to be careful with them costumes because they looking kind of cultish." And and like, it showed him like <laughs> it showed him when he was like on like the lawn. Did you see that? Like when they had those like white things on, it looked it did look kind of it. I don't know about cult. It looked something though. It, it didn't look. It looked like a lot. Like something was, just something like, was wrong with it. It looked kind of scary. Like, ooh, let me not go over there. Like that's what I got <laughs> from it. And it was just like when she said that, I was like, I kind of felt that though, because it it did look creepy. But I don't know. It, I didn't watch the performance yet. My friend said it was really good, so I should really watch it. Um, but mm-hmm. it was just it was just funny that Lonnie was like, it looked kind of cultish, and I was like, <laughs> do they show like a little clip? So whatever clip that they show, y'all. <laughs> It was funny. <laughs> uh-uh. I, yeah, it was I didn't really see that. funny. But, um, what was I saying? Oh, but yeah, if, if he's, I thought if he was starting a church, 
that's fine I guess but if he's gonna be the pastor of a church that's a problem you know what I mean like now you playing with different stuff like you don't play with God like that you know what I mean like and you don't play with souls like for let's be real mm-hmm. here for a hot little it's minute. like he's gonna get some people to join that church did y'all hear that I said let's be real here for a hot little minute and then Teresa started talking I was talking let's be what for a hot little minute I said let's be real f- I said let's be real for a hot little minute and then you say and then you started talking were you not done what else was you about no. to say when someone says let me get real for a second that means they're about to say something oh I thought you said let's be real just like you know oh no let's... I was saying like let me be Kristen, real don't like, think no, people like... just be doing stuff intentionally <laughs> I'm over here thinking just like come on guys let's be real that's it no no I was saying it like let's, let's have some you know like you're playing with souls like you don't play with... there's some stuff you don't play with it's just like if someone said I'm gonna start a school like it's not the same but it's a similar idea like you don't just start a school like you if you start a school you need to make sure that you're properly educating those kids because people are people's lives are dependent on how well you educate them you can't just do mm-hmm. that like you can't just start a church because it's the trendy thing to do and i don't know like maybe you're feeling led to do that right now it's like that is not something that you do i wouldn't start a church by any means in no way shape or form or out anywhere near wanting to start a church like you know what i mean like for me to start right. a church like i'm playing like i said i'm playing with souls you're playing with people's um what's it called it's you're playing with people's eternal that is ugh this is bothering me you're playing with people's eternal life i can't think it's of just word, like, you say you, like even saying it is bothering you it's like eternal life is what i'm trying to say but there's a better word for it. you're playing with people's mm-hmm. like where they're gonna go like their mm-hmm. purpose how they're gonna live like how they continue that's not something you play with even like people who are pastors like you need to that is an honor everybody is not meant to be a pastor and i understand that there are some pastors who just should not be pastors but like kanye has some people who just are so obsessed with him that they really are going to believe anything that he does like I, there's a few celebrities where it's just like it don't matter what he do i love him you know like i think Nas is amazing and even with like this Nas and Khalees stuff that people are saying it's just like i just i'm just struggling i just i don't know part of me is just like i just but Nas though you know what i mean like that's just how i feel so it's mm-hmm. like there are people who are like that about kanye and they think oh kanye oh he has the spirit on him i'm gonna go to that church now you play on people's lives like you're not just right. playing with people's like interests you're playing on people's lives like their purposes where they end up bruh no absolutely not and I feel like if Kim is going to... You said she said I'm not going to be a tr- traditional pastor's wife. Yeah. Uh, planning bake sales. I mean, that's funny. But, like, I mean... Are you going to be a pastor's wife? I feel like he shouldn't be a pastor. Uh, yeah. I don't I think just, so either. That, that's going to make me... I thought he was going to build a church. I was like, you know what? What's wrong with him building a church? If he get him a good pastor in there... Like, that's literally what I thought. And... Kanye's idea of getting a good pastor in there is getting himself in there. He, I feel like the problem is that I feel like Kanye will get in front of those people and really think that he's, I mean, I don't know. It's like just, it just seems like we're playing with the wrong stuff, in my opinion. It's just like, I feel like you don't play with God. It's like everything ain't for everybody. You don't need to have a church where you're the pastor. You just don't. (laughs) Go ahead and speak your message through your music and leave the, the the pastor and the pastors. Yeah, like even if he did the music, I I could live with that. You he want to be a pastor? But, Kim gonna be a lawyer? I don't know what we doing, but okay. I mean, and you know, we were like not correct on our information. She's doing that thing where in California you don't have to go to school. What? 
She's doing that thing where you don't have to go to law school. Like, where you have to do, like, a certain amount of hours in order to get your law degree. It's not law school. And you don't have to have a degree to do it. In that in that Vogue, whatever interview, she was definitely acting. I mean, she. I thought she said that she was going to law school. I mean, my friend said that they watched it, too. They said she explained it in the video. I didn't watch the video, though. But I know that I also I'm gonna have read, to like, Instagram the video. Post. <laughs> because I don't know about that. Therese don't like being wrong, but I know she's wrong. But like, you don't know nothing. You didn't watch the I mean, video. I definitely know. I definitely know. But she literally posted on Instagram talking about like the program that she's doing. And my friend, well, was that's the, she doing might that. not have explained that well in her interview. I mean, my friend said she explained it in the video too. I mean, I don't know though. I don't care. Cause you, but I'm just saying, like Therese, uh, Therese don't like being wrong, so she 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 in her head right now. But anyway, back to the um, what Kim is doing. You out here clowning. <laughs> I am, but but Kim yeah. is doing that thing where you don't. Ha- I said yeah, but you don't have to do that. She's doing that thing where you don't have to go to college. You don't have to go to undergrad. It's mm-hmm. like you, I think you you um you might have to go to do it two years or you actually might not need the undergrad degree at all. You just basically do like to do what to become a lawyer. It's like that's one of the. I think it's only one of four states where you can do that. And yeah, you don't have to go to you don't. And she said she she explained that she's doing it, and she was like, I'm not taking the easy way out. And, she was breaking it down. I mean, it sounded legitimate. Well, hearing you sound say it don't make it sound legitimate. I mean, it's a thing. It's like literally my friend a couple years ago was like, I'm thinking about going to California because to, to pursue law because I don't have to have a degree there. And I, and then when I read her Instagram post that she said it about, um, she, she broke it. She said the same thing. It's like, I think law school requires 60 hours and she's doing 75 or something. It was it was like she's not she's not doing traditional law school. Hmm. Why you don't believe me? It's not that what you're saying I don't believe. It's just it sounds a little different. I mean it is different. And and I was listening to this um very smart woman on the Breakfast Clubs, Silver too, killing the game. She was very intelligent. Ooh. I can't remember her name right now. I don't know her what her name mm. was. She was a Fox News correspondent, but she was she was very like Democrat, which I was like, Yes, girl, do your thing. But um she was she was breaking it down and she was giving like pros and cons not really she was really giving cons to, to like the program that Kim is doing and she was saying how like it was interesting um but yeah she was basically saying like whoops, she was basically saying like how like California's bar passing the bar rate is really low and she was saying that it could be like attributed to that that mm-hmm. program that they offer I don't know but it's it's definitely legitimate that's what she's doing you know I mean if she passed the test she passed the test you know yeah <laughs> I guess um but we'll move on from that Krista mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian can do her thing I guess um so mm-hmm. did you see who's gonna be running for president yes my man Joe Biden you know what unfortunately aren't you excited about it I am I don't know why but you're see, saying unfortunately because bruh because I promise you they always got something to keep me down because I was Ooh. so happy I was like, I literally, I woke up, I read I was, that I said, I was too. I, I saw that and so I, I was like, well, I know who I'm voting for. Right. I literally was like, oh, praise God. He's going to do <laughs> but for real, it. Though, somebody so might be my... able to win something. Come on. <laughs> but my friend was like, she was like, she's like, yeah, I'm kind of conflicted. I was like, how? Why? How is that what? possible? Huh? It, it's for Joe. What? <laughs> All right, what could we be conflicted about? <laughs> but she was saying that he's had like um, harassment charge, sexual harassment charges. Oh, that's what my, my dad brought that up, right? I, I was talking to him about it and he goes oh but he don't, he the one who be um you know touching all up on, on people and I was like really? 
Is it was it him that was rubbing on Ariana Grande while she oh, was no. uh That was a pastor. Oh, that's right, that's right. I was I was trying to remember. I was like, who I feel like there's an instance that I remember with they were Joe Biden, but I can't feel remember. Uncomfortable. Like I don't think mm. he assaulted Damn. them. Well, I'm not gonna say that. I don't ever want to say someone wasn't assaulted, but I I don't think he like um like right. You, you don't think that those were the facts that you or were molested? Given. I don't think he like did anything like that, but I think he was making women uncomfortable. So gosh, Joe, I don't know. I know, right? What is I know, doing? Joe. But then, but why, y'all? Why am I on some like? I'm on like that, and I hated the people who were like this for Bill Cosby. Like, on some, they just trying to keep black men down. I was really, I was really not for I mean, doing that. And a part of me is like, would well, Joe? I want to be on that, like you know. But I mean, is it like is, found is this new? Because you know, I feel like if it's if it's not new, then it's that's not what it is. But if it's just all no, all of a sudden we old. cropping up, it's just like I, I think it's I don't old, know. But I think it's popping up, like it's. it's but I feel like that's what a like running for president Trump. is, though. Trump. I don't know. Pardon. If you're running for president, they're gonna find everything about you. Mm. So that's true. That's that's what he walked himself into when he decided to run. But I feel like he could still win, which is like I was. That makes me feel some type of way. Like, why are we voting for him? But it's like, well, we gonna because we don't want Trump. (laughs) It's like we got two bad options. I know. Like the idea, and he's the better of two evils. It's like this is what we gotta go with. I know, but back back when like Obama was running, if Obama was making women uncomfortable, I don't think I would have voted for him. I don't think I would have voted. But like, mm. it's I don't I know. Wish but, like, that I could me- say that, but I don't think that I can. I think I still oh, would have no. voted for him because he's oh, black, no. and I just would oh, have to take not. that. No, no, no. It's like I, I hundred percent. It's like you're saying no, 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 and I in my <laughs> mind I'm saying yes, yes, yes. Obama was gonna get my vote. He would have had to do. Nah. He low key would have had to kill some kids for me to be like no. No, nah, I don't think so. Oh, I don't no. think so, but like, <laughs> oh, I know for a fact. I'd be like, well, what's? I would be like, they're definitely just trying to keep this black man down. It's like they don't know. I don't know, and it's like, and I feel like because of the situation he's going against Trump, I'm really downplaying the fact that I'm bothered by him making women uncomfortable. But like, I mean, yeah, I don't like, like that at all. It's I just, mean, but it's like, I wouldn't even have considered him if it was someone, if it was any other election. I would have been like, oh, that, oh no. I'll, I'll if there were any other options, it would be like yeah. Oh, but no. it's like, but because there, because it's Trump. Like I'm really on some like I'm still kind of excited about it, and I feel bad that I feel that way. Deep. Mm. I feel like I don't know enough about the allegations just yet for me to feel bad about. That's true too. I haven't it's researched like I, it. I haven't, you know. So I don't know just yet. I mean, I could change my mind. I, I mean, just don't I feel like anybody else gonna win. It's it. like Bernie I, running again. I don't think he, he ain't gonna win. Right. That black lady, down. she ain't gonna win. Kamala, either. It's just Kamala like, really thinks she gonna win. I mess with Kamala's confidence. She is awesome when I win because I know I, mean, I will. It'll be a hard race, but I'm it's gonna like win. that's it's that's like, that's that's yes. cute. That's that's great <laughs> that you think that you're gonna win, but I don't. So it's just. They're not. They're know. not ready for that. We're not in a situation to be risking our democratic options on yeah. a toss in the on air. Black, it's like these these white black. men ain't gonna let you have that right now. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, but that's woman. what it I is. Know. We're so basic for being. No, we're not basic. I feel like we're being extremely realist to be like we need a white right. man. I wish I could dream and hope and be like, yeah, this this black lady could do it, but it's like you know. 
We've said right now we don't. We're not trying to break glass ceilings right now. We really just trying to get him out. And the way to get him out because it's that's how serious it is. It's like I don't want to do this anymore. That makes me think about a girl who's like, I love my natural hair, but the way to get I need this job. I don't like that though. It's like (laughs) it's like yeah, you don't like it, but it's like, bruh, bills got to get paid out here, and I can't. I don't have no no place I can work. So. I feel that it's like but it's like I don't know why like I've become comfortable with that like this whole election got me messed up in my views because I am truly okay with saying I need a regular white man I don't need no black woman running we ain't got time for that like that's literally how I feel right. we, we, it's just, like, we don't have time for like we hot, we don't even have time for a white woman like and it's and like no we saying. don't have we it's a, it's sad but we don't have a, have time for a woman to possibly get to the finals and it be him versus like last time the we don't finals. have time for that <laughs> right get to you know you know what i'm talking about the end the election right get to the final election and it's just to like be the Demo- the, to be the real democratic nominee right me. that's that's what i'm trying to say and <laughs> we just don't have time for that it's like oh, i don't me. have i don't have time for that i don't have time for I feel like when you're going up against somebody like Trump, you've got to bring the most basic Democrat <laughs> that is likable and just a white man so we can get through. And I really feel just, like that was Biden. That's why I'm really kind of feeling that's, like this Exactly. I feel like Biden now. is the guy to beat Trump if somebody out of these candidates are going to be. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, though. Um, but um, I, I did want to talk about something else, Krista. So, um, you know, the new Avengers movie came out. Yeah, apparently it's really good. Is that the one that yeah, has Black Panther I saw in it? it. Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I saw it uh, opening weekend because Oh, okay. I wanted to see it. Man. Oh, did you? It was... Because wow. I have Black Panther? I've seen all the other good. movies. No. Oh, you have? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen Iron Man, Thor, all of those, all those good good Avenger-esque movies and all the Avengers movies, right? What was that movie so, that you said was really good and you were like, it low-key it might have been better than Black Panther? Aquaman? Was, okay. Aquaman. Aquaman, I just thought Aquaman was so good, but that's that's a different that's a different, um, I don't know, superhero. Yeah. Okay. It's like, okay. Aquaman's with like Batman and Superwoman and Superman and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And, yeah. So, but it was you know without giving away any spoilers or whatever <laughs> it was really i thought it was really good i mean it was long it was three hours long oh my and i goodness. was in there in the beginning i was like i keep checking my phone i'm just like god how long have i been in here because that's really long this is but it it was re- it was really good it you know put an end to some of the the franchises oh that's that what i heard related saying, to the avengers that's what that's i was kind of sad but Maybe you know, one day I'll actually watch those. We went to go see one Avengers movie. I don't think I think you said that before, and I I don't think I did. I know for a fact we did. I think you went. To it's see like that I, with I remember else. who. Teresa, I've never seen an event. I saw. Yes, um, you you. We saw one because I remember when you went. No. You didn't. We didn't really know. I saw um, that movie it, where it, they were blue. I saw that. What? Um, with um, X Men. No. It, no. I have not seen oh, any of Avatar. Those. Yeah, we saw Avatar. I saw Avatar and I saw the movie about the apes with you. Those are two movies that I remember. Like, that. It's like, of course, oh, why you act like those are the only two movies you've ever seen? But those we are the went to go see Avatar. Just because, I mean, we went to go see 
one of the Avengers movies just because you don't remember it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Y'all, I never seen an Avengers movie a day in my life. I mean, yeah, Chris, if you want to ride, you can ride that all the way home, but. <laughs> I know what, what happened and I was Please, there. I'm so. already at home sitting on the couch and I know for a fact <laughs> that I've never seen the Avengers movie. I'm literally Versus, Googling no, it just to get I mean, a picture. I mean, I would love for you to take, um, you know, some type of, let somebody into your brain so they can unlock that memory for you, but it happened. So, Therese, I've literally never Krista. seen this a day in my life. I'm literally looking at pictures like, Krista, I, I there are four no different ones. Are you looking at all of them? You saw one. We're not about to do no, this right now, but you stopped. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You, you definitely did. Else. No, I, okay. Krista, I remember us going. Me and okay. you. Oh, sure. Okay. That would don't even sound like something I would go see. Krista, there's a lot of movies that you wouldn't have went to go see. It was a while ago when you used to just go see stuff. So, what you want me to say? You say so. I, I, um, I mean, but I, overall, I overall, the movie was good. <laughs> My favorite character was hilarious the entire time. He was great. Um... So I would definitely suggest it, but it's already made over a billion dollars opening weekend. I saw that. I think it made the most opening weekend ever, I want to say. Maybe not. That's believable. Because they've, I mean, they've made 11 um, Marvel movies, I think. And they kind of did like a, a callback to all of the old Avengers movies. It was just very cute. How adorable. And it was cute. It was adorable. It was action packed. Black Panther was there, Krista. <laughs> it was action packed. Um, Black Panther was there. You know, he he's got his sequel coming out soon, so he's Does part he? of Phase what? Four of Marvel's whatever they're doing. Black Panther's coming out again. Did I think I knew that they have a sequel? A sequel, yeah. Won't he do it? Um, it won't be out for a while, but yeah. I figured. Ooh, I need to see what's his name again. Ooh, Winston. He was in there. Ooh, I cannot. Ooh, let me let me go watch that. Anyway, uh, uh, um, he wasn't in there that long. Oh, you see no three hour movie. He was he probably about have five minutes screen. <laughs> Maybe I should just look up some pictures and Google right. the scene. Um, but I actually I saw Little, and I thought oh. Little was really good. I thought oh, Little really? was something about I it. it didn't was, seem like it was going to be that good. I mean, and to me, it makes it seem like obviously you know, like she's going to get turned little figure out some type of life some type of life lesson and get turned back like everyone who right. know you've seen the movie type before but it's like i thought it was really well done and that's saying a lot because i i don't really like movies like that y'all but i thought little yeah had she doesn't so- like them so much that she forgets that she even goes to see them i know for a fact i haven't seen them Christmas. yeah okay anyway <laughs> but um but little i thought little like the comp like the jokes in it were so perfect it was like they oh, were really? so yeah, it was like, and it made it to where I feel like a, a child and a parent could see that movie. Like, and they would both be like, that was good to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't seem corny. I mean, it was cliche in a lot of the ways, like, where it's like, okay, she gonna learn her little lesson, get her right. life together. You know, but like, it was it was very funny to me. Like, I don't know, something, I, I would see it again. Like, that's how good it was, you know? Mm. Did you see Us? What was your view on Us? Did we not talk about that last last episode? I don't think you had seen it. I don't think it was last episode. I think it was episode before that, and I don't think you had seen it. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I thought it was good. Oh, we didn't because I remember in the <laughs> in the episode where you had seen it, you're like, I think one of the people you're gonna think is creepy, and I was like, I was wondered who you thought that was daughter that was daughter. creepy. <laughs> when she was in that place with the, I feel like once because the movie's been out. So if you don't know, I mean. I'm yeah, just gonna have to freely talk about it. So when in the in the end, you know, I had 
I had gotten the sense that when the girl came out of, you know, the fun house, she didn't talk anymore. I thought there was some switching situations that had gone That's on. That's what my friend said, but I didn't see that. I was, I was like, really? she ain't no way she been in there for 10 minutes and she come out and she ain't talking no more. What did you see in there? A dead body? See, it's I like it, that's what I would have thought. Like, it was like, you got messed up in there. I don't you feel know, like 10 like, minutes is enough for that. Shoot, 10 minutes change your life depending on what. I mean, 10 minutes could, but it's just like, I don't know. That's what I thought when I was when I was in there. I was like, you know, that's, this is odd. And, you know, when, but when that daughter chokes... <laughs> that other little girl and it's like the smile on her face and her head is tilted I'm like you know what this is why I don't like kids cause they're creepy it was just like her eyes right it was like something about her eyes and then she drags her to the basement and she handcuffs her in that um hands across America t-shirt I was just like you know I thought the the people in the basement I thought they were creepy like that one there's one scene where they're like you know, reenacting the people, what the people on the surface are doing, like mm-hmm. on the roller coaster and stuff. I, I mm-hmm. for some reason, that really creeps me out. That whole roller coaster where they're like fake going up and down and doing stuff, and the dad, mom and dad are talking, but they're talking in grunts. I'm just like, you know, I don't like this. <laughs> and then it's like I knew for a fact that they, that they had switched when um, Lupita was downstairs running through the. Um, like the corridors and stuff and I was like she know this place too well you got down here way too quick that's what somebody else said they were and like, I'm just like you, there's no way you walk there. straight down and you're and you're in there you've been there before mm. uh, but I thought it was I thought it was a good I thought it was a good movie I really liked it I really liked it I, th- I thought it was really good actually it's the like more I think about it I thought it was pretty good yeah. I but I did add that um that five on it remix to my uh, my Apple Music because I think I love the beat behind it. It sounds so good. I have no idea. The what remix? I got five on it. You know how in the trailer it's like they play like a an altered version of the song. I got five on it. Oh no, I don't. But I have to. I don't even oh. think I saw the trailer because I was scared to watch the trailer. But I was. Oh, the trailer the was. The trailer People was. Just said that like, trailer was scary. It was. I remember when I first saw it. I said, I think I did. I send it to you, or did I send you something? Else? I think you sent it to me, but I never looked at it because I was kind of nervous. I was uh-uh. scared to watch it. Eventually, I forgot. What? That's funny. But when I first I, saw it, I, I did think it was creepy. I'm like, there's a family on our lawn. I'm like, first time, let me look out my window <laughs> and see a whole other Therese. I'm gonna be done. I'm gonna be like this. This right here. I don't. I don't. I'm not able to to go through this. I was this. um. But no, that's hilarious. Oh, mm. um, oh no! I think with scary movies, I always be like, "Oh, I hate scary movies. I hate scary movies. Scare me!" Like, I, and then I, I get scared to be scared. But right. then whenever, I, whenever I see something scary, I'd be like, "That actually wasn't that bad." Like, I don't think us was like crazy scary. Yeah, I but. didn't think so either. I think it just had the. I don't even feel like it really jump scared me that much. I feel like it was just no, creepier. Yeah, it, it was definitely creepy. That that's a better way to define it. But I was just mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I always get I, I psych myself out because I be thinking I can't handle it, and then I'll be like, when I find when I actually do see the occasional scary movie, I'm like, that really wasn't bad. Right. That's like when we were. Now I do remember seeing what was that movie that we saw, and you were like, I, that movie was scary. Step was it Shutter Island. No, Stepdad <gasps> oh, was that not too. scary. Okay, Stepdad was just like they they jump scared. <laughs> I didn't like Step that. Dad. But Step Shutter Dad Island, yeah, guy, we didn't um, even watch that whole movie. It's like we came in no we did oh you came in late i watched it you went to oh you did movie. why was i late because mm-hmm. i think you you were one of our other friends and you went to um 
a different you movie. Just, you didn't want to see it, and then that movie, the movie that we were in, ended later, so you can't even watch the end. Oh yeah, and he had his dead kids in the lake. I was like, you know what? No thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that movie but still you know kind of scares me. It's creepy. I a like kids. A, what, a suggestion that everybody should watch is you. Have you watched you? That's a good show. No, you've been telling me about it, and I see it on. I see that you've been Have watching it on, you, on my Netflix. Oh right. I, was, I, mean, I don't think I told you to watch it, but I think I think well, I don't when know. I was in when I was in Cleveland, you were like, "Oh, you want to watch this?" I feel like you would like it. And I was like, "Well, can we start from the beginning?" And you it's said, like "Yeah," a, but we never turned it on because. What I think I don't know if I would think you either. You would really like it, or you would be like, "I can't finish this." I don't know. Mm. Like, I know the I think, old girl from Pretty Little Liars is in it. I think her name is Peach in the show. That's a really good show, and it had the same Shay guy from Mitchell. Stepdad in it. I think that's Peach. I'm not sure though. Oh, like um, her on the show, her name is Peach. Mm-hmm, I think so. But um, but yeah, that 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 show has the same has Penn Badgley in it, and that's who was mm. in Stepdad. And Stepdad is really old. And that movie was not that scary. It was like at all. It's like it that was, doesn't even sound like a movie that we one of us would be like, yeah, we should go see that. So I don't I know why we saw it. To go see it. Or I, I might have went to go see Stepdad. Stepdad didn't sound scary. Or just like that one movie, um, The Roommate with the girl. I never from, saw that. But you told me they ripped out her belly button piercing or whatever. Oh, I wonder who I saw that movie with then. I, I saw that movie. That movie wasn't that bad either. It, it was like mm-hmm. kind of creepy, but it, at the end of the day, it's like it's not like a scary. I don't know. Like to me, that's not a scary movie because I was see right. it. I don't know, but yeah, you on Netflix is really that's a really good show. Netflix is I might really watch out it. here doing it. Too. I've been watching Game of Thrones. Like I told you last yeah. time that I I was gonna give it a chance. I mean, I took a. I haven't watched it since we talked about it last other than today or other than yesterday but you know season two is really picking up I'm like okay we'll go ahead Game of Thrones how many seasons is it five seasons seven I think but they're only seven episodes long I've been rewatching Supernatural because it's about to end low-key tier Uh, (laughs) and I started watching it from season three and I'm on season eight so I bust through five seasons and not that long I mean, but you watch TV quick like that. Yeah, because I can sit down and be like, I just give me seven I love, episodes. I do love having that show where it's like I need to catch up on it. Like mm-hmm. I'm all the way caught up That's on this. Anatomy is, is. This is us. It's so good. Um, I need to catch up on how to give up with murder. We. I never, oh yeah, um, I thought about that on Netflix. Day. I need to. I do need to catch. You know, I'm. I'm like two seasons behind. I got to be. Or Are a season. You, I, think, I don't think so. I think you're a season behind because I know that I we might be a season it. behind. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. where I am. We but it like I, I got one more thing, Kristen. Then we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final thing is, um, there's going to be a reboot. You know, mm-hmm. this is the time of the reboot mm-hmm. of the Jeffersons. I saw that, and I, you know, dope. they they say it's um, it's a live re- recreation of the Jeffersons. So, oh, so do you think that means a one-time event, not a TV show? If it's live, I wouldn't think so. Okay. Um, okay. I heard, so that I makes think I sense. I heard somebody famous was gonna play somebody, and I was like, I could see that. I can't remember who they said. I don't know. Um, Jamie Foxx and Wanda Sykes are going to be playing George oh, and that. Wheezy. That's dope. And then I, I watched this show on um uh Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but it's about a Hispanic family, and the mom from that show is gonna be Florence from the Jeffersons, which was kind of funny. 
I don't know if they should do that. I mean, I guess they want to change it up, but I feel like that's a good show. Now, that actually... I don't know about Jamie Foxx and Wanda Sykes. That sounds weird. I mean, maybe. I don't know, though. I feel... I could see Wanda Sykes playing Florence, because Florence was sassy. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but... But it's like... her and that Jamie show Fox being brought Lucy? back could truly be brought back. Like I could see that as a show mm-hmm. today. Um, that's one of the few shows where it's like, okay, y'all could reboot. Don't bring it back like George's kids or nothing. Just have it be like, right? Just you know, like a a new a like family. a new show. Same idea though. I could that could be done and it would be done well. Um, mm-hmm. The neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer is pretty good though. Oh that's yeah, like it's like a light show funny. to watch. Um, I watched it because. Um, I like the guy from New Girls. Oh, I didn't even know that was him. Um, and the the girl, the girl, uh, the the wife, the, the white wife. wife mm-hmm. She's from Two Broke Girls. Cedric the Entertainer, and then Tisha she Campbell is from Two Broke Girls. Yeah, is it, it Tisha it has Campbell? Some yeah. Good ones. It, it, and, and I, I was like, that, you know, what? go ahead. I think that son is fine. Um, the blonde, which the dark one? Skin one? The, 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 the more muscular. Of course, one. The, you said the more what? The more muscular one. Is that the thinner one? Yeah. Yeah, of course that's the one you would think is. <laughs> I like the other one. I think he's funny. You think the other one's cute? I'm surprised. By yes. That. The engineer, hmm. I think he's funny. He's funny, but I know. No, I think he's I, he's been in something else and I thought he was cute in that. So Really? It's like he's he's that. got like he's got like an adorable look. I don't know how he much does. I'd be like, he, oh, he definitely he's has super that look fine. where it's like I could work with him and I could definitely see myself But I don't him. think that other guy is cute at all. Ooh, it's like no, when I be looking at him, I'm like, why did they pick this brother? Nah, he look good. That's that's a good looking brother. But he's supposed like, to be I, a bum. <laughs> I mean so. he's, like, he's like a bum, but he's like it's like an ex athlete, I've been through it type of bum. He's But do he have a job? <laughs> it's like he just be a cow. I mean, Cedric make fun of him for that, but he is. Yeah, he is I know. So fine. I love a fine brother. I really do. Um, well, you didn't pick somebody. That makes else, me, speaking that of fine brothers, that makes me think you know Idris Elba got married. I know his wife is beautiful. Um, yeah, she is. But it's just so sad, Idris. People were like, really I thought she was waiting on me, but no, it's fine. <laughs> I just don't see it for Idris in that type of way. Like, I think he's a good looking man. You just don't see it. I mean, I think he's a good looking man. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if that was your dad, I'd be like, oh, you know, Therese's dad kind of fine. You know, but like. If that was your dad, that would be insane. Nah. I don't think, I don't think if that was your dad, I would be like extra, extra about it. I think it would just be like, Therese got a fine daddy. And that's it. You know what I I would be extra to I wouldn't let you know I was extra about it, but everybody else would know. I would be like, my friend's dad, bruh. It's so fine. No. I don't think I would get. He's I think so he's fun. really. I think he looks really good, but I don't. I don't think he's like. I don't know. Like I feel like if if that was like if we were fifty, because <laughs> I'm or, or forty maybe, and that was my friend's husband. I don't think I would be like, man. I wish wish my man looked like that. I don't think that would ever cross my mind. Or I can't imagine coming home to a man like that. Like no, mm-hmm. I would never think that. I'd be like, she got a good looking man. Good for her. Like I don't. I, you know what I mean? I don't good think. It, I, I'm not like super. I don't want him basically it's kind of like someone was married to trey songs i always use him it's like if someone was dating married to trey songs back in the day now he, he don't look as good as he used to mm-hmm. but um, i haven't seen him in a minute he was on the breakfast so, club he i don't even so, remember what he looked like he was so rude on the breakfast club like he was oh, on really? there they were asking him for he tea was trying he to was match like, their energy he was like i don't think that i love charlamagne and then, i was okay, talking to somebody he, about charlamagne the other day and how rude he is Charlamagne is not rude. And they were agreeing he, with me, and I was just like, yeah, so I know. Charlamagne, I love Charlamagne. He ain't got no sense. 
No, that's not true. He does have sense. See, y'all don't understand. He's not, though. He's blunt. There's a difference. He's bluntly rude. Nah, he's not rudely blunt. blunt. It's fine. (laughs) If anything, he's rudely blunt. He's not bluntly rude. Because bluntly rude means that you're rude. He he might sometimes either he might one of, say like something. I said either one of them work for him. <laughs> no, my brother, blunt, I think he's rude. I would never want to have a conversation with Charlotte. Rudely blunt. Oh, I would love Charlotte. Man, he'd be my best friend. Anyway, um, no, was, me and Charlotte was, would not get along <laughs> at all. I have I one conversation with him and be like, you know what? I ain't he would good. he would say something, but he's that person who can say something slick and like nobody else can say it, and it's okay. Like that's you know what I mean? You. Like if yeah, anybody yeah, say something slick around me, I I start to get offended. Yeah, that's true. That's real. But like, see, for me, it's all about how my vibe. Like, how are you? I don't know you like that, so don't do. And I don't know your personality, so don't do me like that. But if if mm-hmm. I if I know that you like that, it's it's all funny. But um, mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club, there was like most recent some of the most recent ones. Like they be in there doing like the rumor report, and like all you hear is Charlemagne's just slurping every time he picks up his cup. You just hear. You know, just like I can't do it, do it well, but it's like mm-hmm. in, I wish I had a cup. It's like intense slurping, and I'd be like, "Bro, right. what is he doing?" And then like, <laughs> eventually it became kind of funny. And I was reading the comments; people was like, "Can somebody get Charlemagne's cup?" Like, and uh, right, the drink was, is gone. Stop doing it. But my friend was like, "I think that that's a sound effect, and I think it is too." Because in one one, because they were doing it for a few, and in one of his, it, the the cup was definitely full. So it was like anytime he mm-hmm. drank out of it, they did the noise. I think it was the sound effect though. It was hilarious. Oh. I was weak, but yeah, like That's if Angela Yee would have been doing it, I would have been like, "Girl, get your life together." Stop. Why is you drinking? Yeah, like that? I would have been like, "That's really annoying," and I'm trying to hear what you have to say. Like, <laughs> or envy. I would be like, "Sir," like, but Charlamagne, it was just so. It was hilarious. You need to watch the videos because they were really funny. But I love him. Mm. Um. But yeah, guys, we, it is getting really long. Therese was supposed to be short per usual. She was not. Well, of course, you, um, you know, that was mostly you. You were doing a lot of talking. <laughs> but um, yeah, so guys, I'm really excited to introduce this um, this interview for you guys. We actually had, like I said, her name is Brittany. Her name is, actually, we'll give her a full name. Her name is Brittany Miller. She is a um, entrepreneur. She has a P, she works in PR. She does a lot. She does hair. She's low-key bomb. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, it's like she does a lot yeah, of her things. Plate, her plate is full of stuff. Very full. And she has children married and everything. All in her mm-hmm. 20s, y'all. Living her best life. Do your thing, girl. So, yes, guys, we are going to um give this. We're going to re- introduce this interview. We hope you guys enjoy. We hope you get something from it. Honestly, in, uh, entrepreneur or not, she has some really good words of wisdom. So, I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, and she was just talking about that, how you got to have that survival mentality. And I thought that was really something that... Um, entrepreneur or not you can really take away so guys yeah for sure check this out enjoy and we'll be back hey guys so we are about to get this interview started we have so many 20 somethings y'all saying about how they want to become entrepreneurs and how they want to just like you know be their own boss and create a job that they can't seem to find (laughs) you know people everybody Um, doesn't want to work a nine-to-five that's how, you know, yeah. how it seems at least. So And there's and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not bashing somebody who works a nine to five. Exactly. Um <laughs> Yes. But so, you know, we actually had someone reach out to us about coming onto the show and we were like, Oh, this is perfect, like super perfect when it comes to how we you know, how we twenty somethings think and she actually is an entrepreneur. So I'm super excited about this. Um, so we have Brittany Miller. She is an entrepreneur. She said that she literally went to work. She clocked out and never came back. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. You know, so yeah. we're just going to talk to her a little bit. Um, so hi, Brittany. How you doing? 
Hi, how are you? I'm good. Yes, we are good. You guys having me on the show? Yeah, of course. Um, so you know, like before we get into the questions, we do just want to ask you, you know, so can you tell us briefly what you do? Obviously, we'll kind of, you know, get back into that later, later in the interview, but just so people can kind of see what you do right now. Uh, yes. Um, I actually am a full-time serial entrepreneur. Um, I have I like serial. <laughs> yes, I have a few uh, brands and businesses that actually piggybacked off of one of one another. Um, I am a natural hairstylist. I am a celebrity publicist. I uh, I'm a founder of a nonprofit for women, uh, helping them to achieve holistic wellness. Um, I do brand management and um, you know marketing, branding, brand consulting, and business coaching. Um, and I also host and run a celebrity interview blog, which is positive news. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I know people are excited about the celebrity aspect. Can you say, like, a few of the celebrities that you <laughs> that you work with as clients and everything? Uh, sure. Well, right now um, I have Ashley Akins of Oprah Winfrey Network Ready to Love, um, mm-hmm. one of the first black dating shows that, you know, aired as a reality TV show. It's produced by Will Packer and uh, oh, wow. um, hosted awesome. by Tom, um, Nephew Tommy. Yeah, uh, I also have Tanya Scott. She actually is a fan favorite from Little Women Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is currently um, a part of the cast of B. Simone's Where's My Boyfriend. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so she's on that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I work with various different celebrities in different aspects. Those two are are PR clients for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do, I've dealt and have worked with multiple celebrities when it comes to the different aspects of my brand, whether it is for a hair client or for a writing client, because I also write. I'm a I'm an editor and coordinator for. Um, I'm sorry, correspondent for Sheen Magazine. And I um, I ghostwrite and I do content building and things like that. So I've worked with celebrities for that too. That's awesome! Shout out to you. Really? Yeah. She's, literally, she's in her twenties. She's literally in her twenties. Yes, about to get on my top girl, but I'm here. <laughs> Twenty nine, but I'm here. Yes, but yes. like that's super impressive. So right, that's a lot to accomplish you know. in your twenties. Right. I appreciate that. So like let's let's take it back. So what year what year did you, you know, decide to like leave your job and then also like what prompted you to make that big decision? Because that is a big decision. And then, you know, I guess I also kinda am well no, actually you can go ahead and answer that and then we'll kinda go from <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Um so originally I quit my job back in two thousand and thirteen. I was yeah. working as a meeting coordinator for this independent company. Um he had a really brilliant idea which I was drawn to because I'm a creative and Mm -hmm. I constantly have ideas. So when I interviewed for the job, I was just really trying to, you know, make money and support my family, of course, and pull my weight. But, um, Mm -hmm. but as far as when I first did the interview and I got the job and they explained that it was like a coordinating service for like um, helping doctors and lawyers to establish referral relationships and things like that. I thought it was interesting to kind of play the middleman and help people to connect and help people to build business. So 
Um, I was a meeting coordinator, and I just it just got to the point where the passion was leaving, um, and it just became more about making him rich, you know, the owner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he started to do things that just were, you know, more unethical and things that just didn't go with my morals as far as, like, you know, just giving people false information and just, you know, exaggerating things and whatever. So um, I had a conversation with my husband one day, and I just told him, like, listen, you know, this is starting to be stressful. Like, I'm working way too hard for something that I'm really not feeling anymore, and I'm not making the kind of money that I should be making. So, um, you know, he just kind of, without much, um, you know, analyzing or anything, he just kind of was like, well, if you're not happy where you're at, then, you know, just leave. So I quit my job and instantly from there, just being being a strategizer, I just said, okay, what's something I'm good at that I can do to make some money real fast while I look for another job? And so that's how I became a natural hairstylist. Um, and I just started traveling to do hair. Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. And then you tell us that that's actually how you ended up in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, it, yes, it, I mean, it's a trickling situation, but yes, to make a long story short, I started doing <laughs> hair, um, and then uh, my clientele base grew pretty large, and through that clientele base, I, you know, I realized another passion of mine, which is helping women to just be more whole and be more complete. Um, mm-hmm. As the hairstylist, we all know that most of the time you sit in a chair and you just go and, and vent and release. And, you know, we have those girl-to-girl moments, those woman-to-woman moments, and we just chill. So a lot of times I noticed that a lot of my clients were going through similar things and had similar issues. So I put together a women's group called Let's Be Women, and I uh, registered as a, as a Pennsylvania state-registered nonprofit and then I, you know, I ended up getting press uh, attention and things like that, which brought me to an opportunity in Atlanta where I was able to host my own radio show out here. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's just awesome. hustle. That's all. It's just hustle and <laughs> grind and networking. And it really just kind of, um, you know, played out on its own. The stars aligned. <laughs> Amen. So, um, so how did you, like, financially you know, survive that, like, when you first, um, you know? Seriously, just to be really uh, raw raw and honest with you, mm-hmm. I, I I really just grinded. Like, I, mm-hmm. day in and day out, I traveled to different clients. Um, my, my distance was two hours. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, one mm-hmm. hour. I would travel up to one hour away from my residence. And that was in any direction, and I really didn't think that through when I put that out because I was just trying to gain, gain clientele. But I, mm-hmm. I lived in Philadelphia, and for Philadelphia, that's the tri-state area, so mm-hmm. easily you can get to Delaware, Jersey, even parts of New York, um, you know, Maryland, different parts of places you can get within an hour and some change. So, um, you know, things like that, I would gain clients from different surrounding states. And then once I transferred and switched to having people coming to me, um, you know, I just ended up having a clientele base that stretched over, you know, part of the smaller East Coast. So it just it just worked out that way for me. Um, and I just kind of, it was a cash business. So I just lived day to day. You know, my husband worked, of course, and he held it down for the most part, paying bills mm-hmm. and doing things like that. Um, 
But, you know, it was a struggle for us because it went from me having a full-time, you know, salary and everything with benefits to me having a cash business, which depended on how hard I was willing to work, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm wondering, like, since you're talking about all this this hard work, like how, like what motivates you to get through that? I know that you don't want to, you know, you left your job because of, how the person you were working with was and his, how his morals were, but like, what motivates you through the all the hard work? So there's a plethora of things. <laughs> I would say um, number one. Well, actually, there's a tie. So there's two number ones. Um, the two number one things that motivate me is that I honestly feel that this is my purpose because of the fact that the stars just keep aligning. I feel like it's a part of God's plan for me to, um, you know, just do the work that I'm doing because I've been through so many strange things that to me felt so strange that I didn't understand how they all work together as a total puzzle until now. You know what I'm saying? So now looking back in retrospect, it, it just lets me know that I'm supposed to be here. So part of that is the reason why I just I don't quit. I can't quit. And, you know, I'm motivated to do what I do. Um, but the other reason also is just being able to be a full-time mom. You know, mm. um, I have I have five daughters. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, I have five daughters. <laughs> and like I mentioned, I have a husband. So just being able to be home and being present for my daughters on a daily basis is, is extremely important and motivating for me because, you know, it, it's just, it's, they didn't ask to have as many siblings as they have. So I have to make myself available and accessible to be able to spread myself throughout all of them. So this makes it feasible for me to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. difficult. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, five kids in general is difficult. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So Listen, it's all about a system. You have to have a system in anything that you do. You know, with or without kids, you have to have a system. Even if you don't have kids, you have to have, okay, I get up in the morning, mm-hmm. I do this, I lock my door, I do this, I go get gas, I, whatever mm-hmm. you do on your routine, you mm-hmm. have to have a system. So with kids, it's just, you know, a nice little handful of extra bullet points to throw into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. We just have a little bit more things to check off the list. Um um, but the, on the flip side, the good thing is that you have more hands on on deck. So I can mm. easily delegate tasks as they get older. You know, they help me out mm-hmm. with a lot as well. They keep me focused. You know, they serve as accountability partners. They The kids will be the first ones to tell you, hey, Mom, um, did you say you were supposed to be reading tonight? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so certain things are like, you know, it has its pros, its cons, its ups, its downs. But overall, it's a blessing. So you sound like you really have family support. That's what I'm getting. I do. And, you do. Uh, That's a blessing. I have family mm-hmm. support, but at the same time, uh, most of my support is within my own mm-hmm. unit. Um, like my husband is my biggest supporter as far as when it comes to uh, my my businesses and just helping me to have the platform to be able to move kind of freely, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um but as far as like support, support, my story is insane. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a mad woman. Like people, I don't 
people don't always believe in what I say when I first say it or what I say I'm going to do. And, and honestly, people don't even always mm. know. Like mm-hmm. I literally told everybody two weeks before I moved to Atlanta. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, so I'm moving to Atlanta in like two weeks. And they were like, what? Like, what? <laughs> and mind you, this was in the middle of the school year. So I did, you know, transfer my daughters to a new school district and things like that. So mm-hmm. it was just a huge shock. People were like, what do you do? Why? Where are you going? What are you doing? I'm like, y'all mm-hmm. will see. I'll be there in two weeks. We, we got this <laughs> set up and switched right. over. <laughs> I'll talk to you so. later. <laughs> right. So I'm a very, you know, I'm a very independently moving type of person. Um, you know, and I just happen to have some good supporters, more so yes. people who know me through networking and through business and through friendships and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, my family has just always kind of told me to just do, you know, they trust my brain. So that's <laughs> awesome. So, so do you have any advice for someone whose, whose family and friends just have nothing for that entrepreneur experience, oh, you know, absolutely. because, cause I, cause like me personally, I know a lot of people actually watching this on this is us also <laughs> with Beth, um, a lot of times people, will, like, they'll get the job, and they're just like, I don't like this. You know, like, they, they, they did the school, they did they got the job, and they like, this still sucks. You know, so, like, right. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, I love that you have your family, but I wonder how it would be for someone who um, who really don't have a family to be like, you got it, you know? Well, see, and that's why I have a strong strength pulling at my heart with this because, mm. you know, I don't. I don't necessarily, because I don't want to say that I don't have family support, because my family supports me. I love my family. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're everything to me. However, it has been a road to get here. Mm, so, really, um, I did not take the the easy route or or the the predicted oh, no, no, route no. or the expected route. For instance, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was a teen mom, so mm-hmm. by the age of nineteen, I I had just had twins at nineteen, and I had my first daughter at sixteen. So before oh, wow. I was 20, I had three kids, which was totally outside of what my family ever wanted from me or expected out of me. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of what I did plan and do, they did not really support because they didn't, oh, they wow. just didn't, you know, they just didn't see things how I saw it or understand everything I was going through. Mm-hmm. So for somebody who is like that, who has to kind of take charge of their own story, I would just say to do it, um, you know, you're, we love our family and we want their support. However, you know, we are all individuals and we all were handpicked by God to do our own thing and mm-hmm. our own path and our own way, the way that he has set out for us. So it's up to us to be obedient to him before we be obedient to anybody else. Amen. I actually saw okay. something like that on Instagram and it was like, it was like, learn to love your family, learn to love your family despite the fact that they don't, love the things that you do or something like that and I was like that's a word you know that's different right yeah mm-hmm. exactly um so I don't know I'm, I guess I'm kind of think um about you know what all would someone who's looking to become an entrepreneur need to know you know like I know like what does your day logistically look like um you know like <laughs> you say you have to have a schedule but like I know it's different every day, but for that person who's like, I want to get started right now, like, what should they do? You know what I mean? Well, you have to have a a plan first, you know? Okay. You have to know what you want to do. That's, like, the number one thing. And the most – that's the hardest 
part of it, I think, for anybody that I've talked to that have had struggles, mm-hmm. they usually don't know what to do, or if they know what they want to do, they don't know how to turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like to tell people is that never do something, and it's the same as going to college or going to school, never do it for the money, because mm. that's the worst, that's like the fastest way to fail. Um, it's just going to be terrible. Because all you're thinking about is money, and nine times out of ten, no matter what you do, there's going to be some trials before you get to the money. So Mm. if your passion is not in it, and if you're not really, you know, excited about what you're doing and, you know, ready to learn more and ready to go through challenges, then you'll probably end up either quitting or getting booted out before you touch any kind of money. So... You know, that's the number one thing is you have to be passionate because especially being an entrepreneur, you can't convince somebody else or try to put somebody else onto your brand or anybody else's brand if you don't feel as though it's something that you resonate with or that you get excited about or that you can relate to. Because if you have to tell somebody about it and you have to talk about it, they have to feel whatever it is that you feel about it for them to say, hey, I want to see what that's like. You know what I mean? So without the passion and without having something that you're actually good at or something that's a natural gift or Mm -hmm. something that, you know, a trauma or something that happened to you that you can't shake, you know, that's that's an entrepreneurial platform as well. And I've seen so many people do it. You know, something tragic happens or something crazy and you feel like you've lost everything, but it's literally the beginning of everything. You know what I mean? Mm. It's literally the foundation of whatever it is that God designed to be your purpose. Okay. I love that. Um, Yeah, I really love that because that also makes me think, like, one time I went to some type of, like, um, business, like, starting your own business type of meeting, and one thing they were saying, they were like, make sure that just because um, it's something you think you'll be good at or something that you kind of like that you actually will want to do it, you know, like, because right. everything that you're good at might not be what you should start a business in. So you really need to, before you, you know, like, clock out of a job, I would say, as, even though I'm not an entrepreneur, well, I guess in some ways I am, um, <laughs> I would say <laughs> that, um, <laughs> I would definitely say, like, don't do that before you know that what you're leaping into, you will want to do full time. Like, right. Yeah, and not only that, but you have to, so, and this is real, like, I know a lot of Mm -hmm. people might say it sounds crazy or far-fetched, but, Mm -hmm. like, just even talking to the celebrities that I've networked with and just different people of that, of that level of, of, you know, success in their brand or their business, Mm -hmm. um, like, you, you really have to be willing to go into, like, a survival mode, almost. Mm. Um, it's really, it's really important, like, you have to be willing to have those times where you scraping two things together to make something else and you're cool with that because that's going to happen. And when it does happen, it's almost like those are the tests and trials to make mm-hmm. it to the next level. And it's the things that are going to separate you from everybody else who wants to be an entrepreneur. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's hundreds of thousands of people now that are latching themselves onto this thing that's mm-hmm. becoming a trend of having their own business. But if it's not something that you really want, like really bad, to the point where you can't wake up every day without thinking, how can I work for myself? How can I monetize what I already do? How can I turn this into my thing? If you're not constantly thinking about it and can't live without it, then nine times out of ten, it's not something that 
you know, you should put your all into. Oh, um, that's good. That's yeah. Real. Yeah, yeah, because, like, like I said, it may sound crazy, but I literally go into a survival mode type of thinking where mm-hmm. so – I'm really, you know, where the average person would say, okay, no, don't quit your job because a month from now you still got bills, you still got, like, and that's the thing. That's the first thing people say is, like, come on, you got to be realistic. You got to pay bills. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, it was realistic because I said that, okay, I think of all these crazy extravagant scenarios. Like, let's say, you know, the government says Pennsylvania is shutting down. There's a state of emergency. Everybody has to move in two weeks. I bet you everybody would find some kind of way to get there behind somewhere. <laughs> so in my mind, I program my brain to, to think in survival mode that if this is something you really want, then you have to think of it as if you have no other option because that's the only way that you're going to achieve it when it gets hard. Mm, that's good. I feel like that was it right there. That's what they needed. Um <laughs> Yeah, they got, they're going to appreciate that. Yeah, that was definitely good. Um, I like that because I wouldn't have thought that off the top of my head, like go into survival mode. Mm. Yeah, um, so, that's what I do. That's the real. That's what I do. <laughs> so, like, what personality type would you say an entrepreneur has to have? You know, like, it sounds like a fearlessness sounds like what you would say for sure, but are there any other ones? Um, yes, and you know what? This is the most important thing because this is where a lot of uh, entrepreneurs get discouraged because they feel like they don't have these traits. There's a lot of timid, introverted, mm-hmm. you know, type of people who want to own businesses too. This is the thing. Get you a team. You know what I mean? Whatever it is mm-hmm. you lack. Find somebody who's, like, super strong in it, that believes in you, that wants to team up with what you're doing because they will pick up in that area for you. So, like you said, fearless, being fearless is one of those traits you definitely have to have as an entrepreneur. But if you're the type who's not so much as fearless as you probably would like to be, find you a fearless mentor or a fearless uh, motivator or an accountability partner that's going to, you know, be that fearless portion when you need them to be. And that's it. It's about being a mastermind and knowing what you don't have so that you can outsource and fill those areas so that you can save your energy to be those things that you are and focus on what you do have. Oh, yes, that's good. So yeah. do you um do you have any resources for someone who's like, okay, I, I definitely need a, you know, I need a mentor or I need to find, like, maybe a business partner, but they don't know, like, they don't have any people in their life who they think would do it, so. Um, well, I would say, first of all, join the club, because nine times out of ten, <laughs> most people, most people's uh, strongest supporters are not within their network of, like, immediate mm. family and friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, just because there's a lot of hate in the air, you know? Mm. It's not that. It's not that it's a bad idea or people don't think that you're fit to do whatever it is that you're trying to do. It's that sometimes people are scared, and because they're scared, they want you to be scared, or they may, you know, be envious because they've been beating themselves up mentally for the last however how long that they want to own a business, and now you're stepping out and doing it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all kinds of reasons that motivate people's influences, but the best thing to do is to just surround yourself with like-minded people. Find networking events to go to. Find Facebook groups and Instagram groups that you can join that, you know, people that share similar interests or similar goals. It's always good um, because those people are willing to connect because they're just as fiery and hungry, you know. So, mm, yeah. Well, I love yeah. that. Well, this was, like, super, super helpful. And just kind of to tie it all together, like, 
I know you've mentioned that a few times, but how would you say your faith has helped you, you know, in this journey? Um, oh, Lord, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my faith is everything. Like, it's everything. There's so many trials <laughs> that I've been through that I feel like if it wasn't for faith and it wasn't for God and it wasn't for, you know, just trying to stay obedient and focused, I wouldn't be, let me tell you, Mm-mm. I wouldn't be on this phone. I wouldn't be on this. I wouldn't be having this interview. I wouldn't be doing anything because, like you know, it just you just have to know that his plan makes sense. Because to us, our brains are pea brains. We have pea pea brains compared to God. So what we think we can map out and what we think we can think ahead and be ten steps ahead, he'll totally rip it up and throw it apart and be like, um, no, try again. So. You know, just that thought process alone and having things me plan and try to be so structured and on point and everything lined up accordingly to what I think and then have it totally destroyed and then still come out nice, that lets mm. you know that he's like, okay, listen, you're going to get there and you're going to be successful, but it ain't going to be because of you. It's going to be because of me. So, <laughs> you know, so just having those different moments and just being the forefront, being in the forefront, because when you when you have your own business and things fall apart, you're the face of that. So mm, you know, yes. when those things happen, it's like a big, literally slap in the face, and it, and it definitely reality checks you back in your place, lets you know, like, okay, you better go back and pray and chill. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just a very – faith in God has kept me on my toes, he has opened my eyes to so many things over the years, just from growing and being a teenager and now to being in my 20s and about to cross that 30 bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, most definitely. Okay, well, that's awesome. I mean, do you have anything else you'd like to, you know, to let 20-somethings know? Uh, don't watch the clock. That's my favorite thing. Just don't watch the clock. Don't watch the clock, honey boo-boo. Especially in your 20s, man. I feel... Yeah. I actually read something, and it was saying that um, it was talking about when is depression the highest, and in your late 20s is actually when it's the highest. Um, not yeah. overall, but it was it mentioned multiple different – I think it I mentioned, like, that. a midlife crisis. I can, too. It was saying, like, 50s for midlife crisis, your late 20s, because you, you're kind of feeling like, what do I do? And I think it was saying, like, when you're, like, 70, which is super sad. Um, especially but, for minorities, you know, especially mm-hmm. for our people, brown people. Listen. We 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 up a different kind against a different kind of wall. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It's just definitely don't watch the clock. Don't sweat the small stuff. Utilize all your resources. Anybody that's willing to help. Anything that's beneficial for what you're doing. Don't be afraid to outsource and collaborate and encourage other people. Um, you know, don't don't get overwhelmed by how many other people are doing what they're doing. All of those things are good advice. You know, just. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Compete with your yesterday self. You know, don't compete yeah. with anybody else. Compete with what you did last time. That's it. You yes. know, that's it. Yeah. That's good. That's good, that's good stuff right there. It is. Um, so if someone wanted to get in contact with you um, or if they wanted to, you know, just check out your platform, how could they do that? Sure. Um, you can log on to my website at Mrs. Brittany Miller. Dot com as an M R S B R I T T A N as a Nancy Y M I L L E R dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram at Mrs. Britt Miller, M R S B R I T T M I L L E R. 
And that's pretty much it. All of my brands and umbrella businesses are underneath that main platform, and you can find out all the links in my website. So everything should be there. So for your your female your female empowerment group, do are you do you actually take in women or is it um Well, it's a more so a virtual thing. Um okay. it started and it was based in Philadelphia, so I had a um an originally a Facebook group and it's grown to over 2000 women now. So Okay. There's um yeah, it's like a a nice group of women. We've done projects and different things like that, but you can find them through Let's Be Women on on Instagram. Um also Be Women Support Group on Facebook. That's that uh contact. But everything can be found through my one website. Everything is all linked and sourced there. Okay. Okay. Well, awesome. Renee, this was good. I'm really appreciative that you wanted to come on because I think being an entrepreneur in your 20s is something that a lot of people debate in their head all the time. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's for and if it's for you, do it. Like you said, you know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those people that encourage every single person because you know somebody has to hold down the fort when it comes to doing footwork. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020SNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. But, but yes, guys, so we are back. We hope y'all enjoyed that interview, y'all. She was yeah. the sweetest guest. Um, super sweet. And we were just super excited to have her on the podcast. Yes. So, um, we you do love definitely check out all of her stuff. For sure. Um, and she sounds so, um, welcoming. Just so nice. Like I said, good-hearted person. Like, I love meeting people like that. So, um, yeah, just definitely check her out. Um, tell her that you you found her from our podcast and we'll be so grateful um and we'll definitely maybe down the line have her back on so um but yeah guys we're gonna get we're gonna keep going so hot topics um okay so because like i said therese took up some of our time and we're already well past an hour i'm gonna try to keep this long short for you guys get get to it first um but my first question is this is deep this is deep y'all can you be racist and married to a black or a white woman. No, ignore that. Can you be, can you be racist and married to a black man or woman? Like, can you be a white person married to a black person and you're racist? Go. I feel like the answer is the answer should be no. But I feel like you could marry a black woman or a black man who is not into their blackness and that's exactly what i thought why did i think i was about to school y'all with that i was ready to like be like teresa i got a nugget for you but you said it well i was gonna be like i got a nugget for you so because you you could definitely i could see that like where it's like that person which just sounds like a sad life for the both of you like what are y'all doing (laughs) i mean that's there's a lot of black people like that though like they get so and you gonna let that man or that woman disrespect you and he, and you're black everything and because you <laughs> but they don't think i, I mean because i couldn't like, marry no might, racist person because it's like i mean they might be like in a denny's and it's really loud and it's a lot of black people in there just cutting up and she'll be like like oh. these black people i don't know if she would say that because he's still black i feel like she might be like 
This I hate coming to this because because you know it's this ghetto location. Yeah, maybe she's something like that, or like just I hate coming here. You know I hate this location, and I feel like if you was married to a like, why do we have to come to the Denny's? I was city? married <laughs> to a white man. He's not gonna say that. That's just not gonna happen. Like he's not gonna be like you know oh, I no. hate this location. What? He's just gonna have to suck it up. And I would need like a but for real though. You would. Don't even bring that to me. I don't want to hear no part of that. Right. Low key, like, if I'm married to a white dude, he's going to have to be so down for the culture that them black people in there ain't even bothering him. He's like, he right. like, he's, like he's just like, it's fun. Like, that's how right. it's going to be. Really? Does this bother you? <laughs> I think they're hilarious. Right. If they're that's making jokes, I mean. not like black exactly. people are funny, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want High to. key, that's what I need. But I yeah. also feel like someone could be married to someone and just not realize how ignorant they they could just not there's a difference between ignorance and racism if if you are i feel like you gotta know (laughs) that your spouse is racist if they just are makes i don't know yeah okay i see what you're saying like there's something being Mm -hmm. like like the person who like asked me to do a dance move right and like you're blatantly racist i see what you're saying right yeah black people our lazy ghetto See. and all of this that's 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 racist and yeah. suddenly being like let me oh my god your hair's so cool can you show me how to do or the like, shoot dance mm-hmm. okay. it's like girl get out See. of my face or just or just like little things i posted on instagram the other day i was like i feel like um i was like i don't know what it said it was like note to self like nobody wants to hear you say you're almost as black as me like oh that's yeah not- <laughs> about the tanning thing <laughs> yeah it's like i saw that because i thought about like people used to do that in uh, like high school, high school and oh I'm my like gosh, girl like, I'm, I'm almost as dark as you get out of my but face but see and what was crazy when I was young I feel like I kind of bought into that I wasn't mm-hmm. I don't I think I thought it was kind of annoying but I would be like I would I would play like, into uh-huh. it though I'd be like ha ha nope I still got your beat like you know as opposed to now I, <laughs> why does that know, sound so funny ha <laughs> still got your beat I'd be like uh-huh. I think in my head I was almost. just like really I think a part of me was like, "You're not black. Like, can you stop?" But right, I, think I, did, I think whole, I did. I think I did. I don't think I thought it wasn't funny. I don't, I don't even think I thought that deep about it. Like, I think I thought it was mm-hmm. like. I feel like it was just like a comment. That's just yeah. Like, and and now like, I wouldn't think that's that's okay. not funny to me. Like, nah, bro. Right. Like, don't say that to me. Why? Why do you even think that that's something you should be saying? Like, I do not. I don't want to hear that. And I bet light skinned people get it worse. Oh yeah, like, girl. I'm darker than you. Get you don't get out of my face. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So that okay. So I also wanted to kind of ask: Do you think that a black activist leader should be married to a black? We already talked. We talked about this before. Did we? Because we did. I remember I was because I was I, talking to somebody. My opinion, and he, I'm giving you. Did you I remember say, giving it on yes? here, and I was huh? Would your answer yes? Yeah. Okay. Like, and you know what? Ugh, I hate that. I'm about to say, did your it's opinion those, change? Did I? Because I said they don't have to be. My right. thing is, you don't. I don't. I don't believe that in the, the day, like you should forfeit like who you are, or like I'm being extra deep about it. I don't think you should forfeit who you are. <laughs> I don't think you should forfeit like who you are or like who you love for a purpose. I don't. I think that's dumb. But I do feel like the purpose isn't dumb though. It is the uplifting of our black black community. <laughs> community right and, and if I you're telling that. me if you're activating to be like everything in black men and black women is beautiful we are we kings and queens and we doing this and that and we need to be hearing all of this but you over here with the white brother 
it's like you're are you even are you listening to the to the words that you're speaking or is I it think just you like are. i think it's just who I you love you know what it's i mean like, it's just who you connect i guess with. my whole thing is like why how many white people are you around if you're I mean, speaking that, that deep it's like it where do you get around about, these white people at i mean it makes me think about like it's that's with anything though like that's like if you're becoming president like or if you mm-hmm. know like if you're in college and you're like i want to become president like i have to be with the woman who i don't know you have to be with a woman who kind of looks like a michelle a lady yeah but like maybe you fell in love with a cardi like you know what i mean and it's like are you gonna sacrifice i think yes i think <laughs> did you say yes like sacrifice i said yes but i don't know that i would do that it depends on what it is if i, I really want to be president and i've always wanted to be president i it's like i would i would hope i could give that to my cardi or my i'm trying to think of a dude or my soldier boy and be like i need i need you to get it together because i'm trying to be the president but i don't want anybody to change themselves to fit into the mold of what i want to be no, but, but i, I mean, know maybe she did change that nobody's herself, gonna like take maybe, me with cardi but maybe she does change herself like but she still was cardi like it's like you 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 have a person on your you, arm you can't be first lady and be cardi you know what i mean like you this like that there's a lot it's just like being a pastor's wife or something like when a, when a, when the people when they're single pastors and they end up dating someone even like with kids out of wedlock like that has a bad mm-hmm. look to it you know what i mean like so yes like is it gonna i think my issue like with that it's like does it look bad yes should you not marry them no mm-hmm. should you marry you should still marry them but is it gonna be a bad look yes and i'm not gonna be mad at somebody for questioning it because i feel like i do because i because like you i i think I think you can say black women are kings and queens, but there had there was something in you that was okay with marrying a white person. And I feel like, like for me, in my per, like in my head, I ideally see me with a black man. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. just what I always picture myself with. But if I fall in love with a white person, sure. But I would just think that somebody who has that type of mindset would only picture themselves with a black man person. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's why I would think. It, that's what it would I think too. It, I would think. But, to me for some reason it's like if you i'm thinking if you are if you're that high up in what you're you're speaking yeah. about or yeah. to me that's the community that you would be around so exactly. in order I mean, for you to exactly find somebody it white is. it sounds like you're seeking it out yeah i and, mean that's that's anything though it, just, that's mm-hmm. like if i was to marry an atheist it's just like really krista it's like you don't even be around nobody who's atheist so i mean, I, mean, I, could, I, mean I don't know who me, you, I could be around <laughs> you could be around I could find an atheist but it's just job. like but like exactly but i mean to me it's like you it's like she was more open to that than predominantly are around christians so for I you to get with more, this atheist to me is know, a little bit true i mean i feel you I, I think it's just more about like you were you're open to you were more open to the idea than I, than the average person in your position would be mm-hmm. and i think that's okay but i think you need to recognize that most people in your position would not be that open to it you know what i mean just like if i did if i marry an atheist like you need to recognize that people are not gonna think that's great you know like in the church it's just mm-hmm. I, that's different to me though because i feel like that's goes back to say, to i scripture. don't i don't think that that could go together they can't you're right because that's scripture and scripture says to be equally yoked but it's the same thing with the pastor's wife though like if your wife has baby out of wedlock i mean if she's repented and she's just living her best life trying to raise them kids right i don't see no issue you know what i mean mm-hmm. like so it's like I, I think that's fine to marry her but i feel like you should recognize that people are going to look at y'all funny you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. But I don't think you they should, are. shouldn't marry them. I definitely don't think that at all. I think you should still marry I them. I mean, yeah. I was... There's some show I was watching. 
and I guess I didn't I didn't watch it too long but the guy really wanted he was like I've always envisioned myself with uh, you know I, I'm looking for a Michelle and that's the reference See? that they made Barack and Michelle but this white you know he liked this white girl but it was he was like I just can't I can't date you because I I want a Michelle even See, though he really had feelings for her and I feel like that's like, that's what I was about to say it's like because if you're a person who oh man I was about to be I was about to be I was about to, I was about to say something good I can't remember now but I, I don't know mm-hmm. I just feel like if you if you have a mindset where you want a Michelle I mm-hmm. feel like it would be hard to date a Hillary you know what I mean like it's like how can right. you even date a Hillary like so I feel but what if you really love I, that Hillary but the only thing stopping you from marrying her is that she's not a Michelle I don't know if as the Hillary if I was going to marry him I feel like it, I, I mean, don't yeah, know if I, mean, I want to be the exception. That's what I thought when she was talking to him. I'm like, you really are here fighting for this brother who has told you multiple times he want him and Michelle and you not. Yeah. No. Like, I don't... That's just not me, though. I feel like some people could be okay with that. Like, I'm not... I, I, to, so, how, how I'm hearing it, if you're a leader you a and you're girl. fighting for black people, I'm hearing, uh-huh. like, when y'all start dating, that, like, you had to be... The idea of dating a white, ending up with a white man, had to be somewhere in your head that it was gonna be okay for you, because I feel right. like otherwise you, I don't know. I feel like if you really picture yourself with a, Mich- a Michelle or a Barack, like you, you, you really not gonna even really entertain me. Like it wouldn't even have got to the point where you loved her, basically. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I feel, but I feel it's like, like you it's, wouldn't that's even take that. It, but it's I not. Mean, wrong. It's not. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> I think it's okay. Like I don't. I think it's fine. But I think that you need to be honest about that. And I don't think. I don't think you need a white counterpart to, you know, to like make your argument stronger at all. But I do mm-hmm. think look wise. It's that's with anything though. It's just like it. That's just like when a brother when you be like, oh my god, like I like a man who who's clean cut or something. I don't know. And then you show up with a man who's not clean cut. It's like no, no. If you're like I like to be clean cut, and then you have a dude who isn't clean cut that's just weird it's like i would think Mm -hmm. that you would be with a clean cut dude if it's so important to you but that i mean it doesn't mean that that she has to be though that's how i see it here Mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to but i I think you should be open to the little bit of scrutiny scrutiny now i mean yeah a little bit of confusion Confusion. right people don't have stuff to say but yeah so basically i think it's fine but i think i think that that person needs should not feel angry when people question it because it makes sense yeah. for him to assume that of you. I get, okay, let's move on. Because, you know, like I said, Therese don't know how to take your time. Uh, uh, excuse me? Uh, <laughs> we in your section and you taking your time, so don't put I that know. on me. Did you hear about that Texas school that put a dress code for um, teachers? <laughs> yes, I did. Been talking about that um, all week at work. I'm just, you know what? But see, let me tell you, right? I listen, okay. to, a mor- I listen to a morning show and, like, uh-huh. they really get me together every morning. But like they were so pro that rule, and it bothered me. And I'm I really need to to like learn to like let people think how they think, but like don't let it affect how, you know, my admiration for them because they're still dope people. But I was just like, what kind of show you listening to? <laughs> it's a Christian show. It's like a Christian morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and I and I, and that even kind of bothered me a little bit because like okay, so this is a Christian morning show, and like everybody calling in was like yes them people need they need to dress better don't be embarrassing your kids we don't wear no bonnets to, like and i was like what is wrong with y'all like i was like to me there's there's a difference between you know what you sh- choices that you no. should make no 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 you don't no. even know what i'm about to say okay i don't like should okay 
what there's a difference between choices that you you know I, I personally wouldn't go show up to a school in a bonnet right but how dare a school tell me as a parent how I can pick up and drop off my kids yeah. you don't know what I did I might have had to rush out this house at the last minute you don't know what my I, anything could be underneath but here it's not fair for like, you to tell me I can't do that I don't feel like a bonnet I think I was listening to another podcast and they were big like she, they were saying like it's like a bougie thing like that people mm-hmm. have gotten to a certain point and they think that they're better than certain types of people so they think that they need to try to step up to their level and I don't even see it as that I think that people are allowed to dress how they dress because like at the end of the day right like let, let's, let's break out some scenarios for real right I could mm-hmm. work 10 to 8 Right. I take my kids to school at seven. I'm natural. I can't take this bonnet off. Like that's how, I could be that. I mean, you could take it off and have what my braids out. They're gonna let she right. gonna let me in school with them. I don't think she would. I, I think she'd be like. And Man. see that that sounds outrageous. This is a whole hairstyle. How you not gonna um, let me in the school? My hair and and do you have you ever and, seen my twist when I wake up in the morning? My twist be going in different directions. I think that I saw like, one of them. Man. It said no leggings, and to me, I was just like, what? Leggings are see, just. I they're paying. Like, they're like people. See, what? to me, I can see this like is not two thousand and, really and, and twelve, where people didn't always wear leggings. I don't know when people didn't wear leggings. I, can't I mean, remember. but it's still. But I still feel. And I feel like leggings is something that like I have to be cognizant of because I, I, pe- dudes are really turned on by leggings. Like that is not. Which you know is, what I mean? It's like a, it's kind of to, hilarious to me. I know, right? It's just like. Like those really get you going. Like those get dudes going. Like those are like some to them. Like so, I I could see leggings. You know, like uh-huh. I could see because like, I, I feel like because you I don't know the leggings really got body. me. Leggings is just surprising to me because I just don't think they're a big deal. But I, but when I take right. when I take a step back from and I actually like look at somebody in leggings, it's like you really can't see her whole physique. So it's mm-hmm. like okay, I kind of get that, and I feel like if it's too short, sure. But you don't know my life, bro. Like I could legit, like I know that if I don't think they would let her me walk into school with my with my hair and the, and the twist. It's out. like I'm on, I could be on my way to the gym, dropping my kids right. off at school, and I can't wear my leggings and my my hair got a bandana on my head or whatever. I'm not trying to. I don't know. I just don't. I it's don't, just like I, I think I barely is, understand these dress codes for kids at the school yeah. it's like something not, not yeah, all I you know some of them i, I obviously get yeah but it's like you know some of them it's like i was i was looking at some buzzfeed thing and they were talking about the dress codes and it was like some of them were just like didn't make no sense but it's like as I mean, a parent it's like i'm i'm just trying to get my kids to school mm-hmm. and for you to tell me that i can't drop them off because of the way that i'm dressed unless mm-hmm. i ain't i'm coming in here without clothes on you better let me drop these kids off <laughs> What's wrong right. with you? I know. And did you, if you look at the video of the girl, of the lady, her dress was mm-hmm. not bad. I mean, it looked like a nighty. Like it was, it right. was not, and not like I a saw one nightie. mom, and she, she had, had it is like you can't. And see, I saw one mom who had on jeans and a shirt, and they were like, no holy jeans. First off, what are we? Am I a junior did in high school? Did you see pictures from me? I was going to say, did you see the actual girl? I mean, the actual school? I saw. Like, did, I saw one of the moms who said they they wouldn't let her pick her up, pick up her her kid, and her hair that was, was the same wrapped. School? In, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's no. I don't know what school it was for. It could have okay. been a separate school, but I I just okay. know that I saw her. She had 
just like jeans with like holes by the you know by the by the knees or whatever a regular little v-neck shirt on and her hair was wrapped up and i was just like are you joking it might have and it might have been the same lady but she Mm -hmm. it might have been the next day because i watched the interview where she said she was coming back I mean, it bas- she basically looked like she rolled out of bed, and but like, but it, 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 it didn't look like ridiculous because she, it was like she had like a, it almost kind of like a, it looked like a like a um a scarf, but it was rough. It was like a rough texture, and the way mm-hmm. she had it tied kind of looked like turban esque. And then like her, she had like a um like a t shirt dress, but the t shirt looked old. Uh-huh. And, but it, but it, but she did the little finger thing, like it was like you know like where you, oh. I- i saw that clip too because she was like this is fing you know this is finger or whatever yeah. and the tips of your finger it was fine it, it really like, didn't look that are, bad right. i mean it's it definitely looked like your mom's a little your mom is i don't know like she wasn't your mom didn't come out come out here to show out she came to drop you off no nah, she walked into the school though like she was trying to sign her up for school that's how it started and yeah enrolling she was trying to school. transfer her you daughter like, i'm coming to the school right i mean that's true she was trying to transfer her daughter to um she was trying to transfer her daughter to the school and she had to like walk mm-hmm. in so they were like we can't let you in that's what happened but i mean it, it still didn't look that bad though it wasn't like you know it wasn't right. like she was in the car and because i mean I don't, is it dropping them off or is it that they can't come in because how they supposed to know it's like you can drop them i mean off, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm assuming dropping them off like a like a first grader it's like you drop off a first grader you you might need this to come is a high school i don't know krista I'm about to say, what are you talking but it's like, about? How often are high school parents inside the school? Like, I think it was like teacher conferences, like you know, like PTA meetings. Like, you won't be allowed in. You're not about to tell me that I can't be involved in my kid's school because I got on a. I don't know. I just can't stand people. It's a turban. It was. It was just like the way she. I mean, it looked funny. It was. I don't know. But it was. I, I, don't, I don't agree know. with these. I don't agree with that either. But I was, and the only thing that the one guy on the radio, he was like, he's like, see, you y'all coming up to school looking a mess. <laughs> he was funny. He's like, y'all coming to school looking a mess. He's like, nah, you didn't got it. So he getting into fights with people because they got to defend his mama. And meanwhile, he would just I came mean, to work. Yeah. Came, <laughs> he's like, he would just I feel came like that's school. true if it's that serious. I mean, yeah, but you that's should tell your mom something. He was like, I guess. Don't tell me to. Come I mean, yeah, I don't want my kid to tell me, mom. No. People, I remember I used to listen to comedians and they'd be like, their mom would come up there in a robe. If I came up to the school in a robe, my, son, my, my kids should tell me something. Mom, these people keep talking about me because you keep coming up here dressed as crazy. I'm a whole mama. I pay all the bills. I come up to the school in a robe if I want to. It's like, you know what? Well, I think y'all forgot. I pay right. for everything in this house. Exactly. High key. So I'm going to come up there however no, I feel. I mean, like, like if my kid, yeah, if my kid I, is I like. I don't want to embarrass nobody. I mean, God forbid if my kid, I, don't, I mean, I guess. If God forbid if my kid is like a nerd and he's like getting picked on, I mean, yeah, I'll stop. But if it's, if he got friends and they just pe- poked a little joke at him and he and he ain't really care, but he said, but he's more so just embarrassed because his kids get embarrassed off of everything. Nah, bro. I'm coming Right, no, I mean, tomorrow. I'm talking about like people are, he's having to fight people, which we wouldn't be fighting. Oh, I mean, no, that that would, I, I I mean I wouldn't, but I would have to I would beat them kids down like I would come to school dressed to the to the max heels mm-hmm. beat face and get in those kids' face. Don't you ever put your hand on my kid again. So like, you that's can have some mom in your face. So, or were you really okay, in my son's girl, face like Because because if you get too right, oh, 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 oh. too. Like don't I won't play with my kids now. These future kids, I will not play with them. These are my kids. You ain't even girl by. Ain't nobody scared of you. So your so your kid can be like. Mom, well, leave me alone. 
you're embarrassing me by coming up here thinking oh so your mom's gotta fight your little fights for you oh you're, you gotta have your mom Bruh, come here and tell all us all of you kids will be suspended like I promise you I'm that person like I will make sure that those kids never bother so everybody TV. in your kids class I mean, can be looking at them like oh so your mom got everybody suspended yeah nobody's hanging out with you anymore Johnny do you wanna do that <laughs> I feel like I would do it on, on accident and my husband would need to be like Krista stop you're making it worse right. you are making this a lot worse <laughs> cause I feel like I'll be at that school the next day oh don't you you see this this is money and I'm sure you don't know about that life cause I'm dressed uh-uh. that. I had that robot you know what I'm job. done like that's this how I would be I'd be in that little kid's face for real and I, I would mess around if I had one pair of Louboutins hopefully by then I do I would be in there with them on with a nice bag you know how much and is disposable income I'd have to get to buy some Louboutins. I mean, you can get some Louboutins like two hundred dollars. You can get some cheap ones. They be on sale. Oh, I was thinking about regular price. Oh no, I'll be, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be trying to do the most now, but I would be up in there just like in his face. Don't ever talk about my kid again. And if you do, we're gonna have some problems. And if and if he has the audacity to bring his mama to me, it's like okay, lady. So are we? I would start first. I would talk to her maturely. Like, are we gonna be like adults here? And you gonna sit down? And I'm gonna sit down. And we are gonna have some like, real conversation? Are you trying to get in my face? Because if you get in my face, I'm about to bring my husband here. And don't please believe he's not about to let you get in my face like that. That's what that would be. <laughs> You'd be so, like, okay, ma'am, I, I can bring my husband up here too, and he, he ain't gonna let you let your husband get in my face like this. So it could be whatever. I mean, I feel you, but I wouldn't. I don't think in that moment I'd be scared of them kids. Yeah, at all. Or they kids, I mean, scared of them kids. I wouldn't be scared of no kids. These kids ain't about to do nothing to me. I, wouldn't I be might be scared of, of somebody's dad coming up here. Because I, I ain't trying to have my okay, husband so fight let nobody now. No, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I'm not trying to have my husband fight nobody up here. Oh, I thought you said, <laughs> you said you had no man fight me. I was like, okay. Put oh, your no. hands on me, sir. I mean, I would. Now, but now I got a lawsuit. Don't let it be no area right, right now because I'm sure taking you to court tomorrow. Like, I mean, yeah, Not at that point, tomorrow. I might take my kid up at school. Like, I would just, he gonna get See. embarrassed. And I mean, they just gonna We didn't turn in. You coming up there in a bonded to, oh, we gotta switch schools, Johnny. These kids to play too much. I mean, if they're just like, I mean, if they hit a point where I've really caused some damage, you know, like, and it's like I've really embarrassed him to a T, like, nobody messes with him because they think I'm so rude. They think his mom is mean. I mean, yeah, we're gonna probably move him to a new school. I feel like he'd wanna go too. So, right. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would hope not to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But, me wearing right. a robe, I, f- I feel like if he's just a regular kid, like me telling my mom don't come to school in a robe, I probably come to school in a robe with some curlers the next day. Like I'm like fool, don't tell me what to do, little boy. But uh uh-uh. uh, anyway, moving on. All so, right. um, did you? This is the article. We'll be real quick. Did you see that Chase? I'm sure you didn't. Chase Bank had po- posted something like um. Don't even know who that is. I said Chase Bank. It was funny. Um, oh okay. Have you heard about that? No, they posted what? They posted a tweet. It was really funny. Um, I, I personally thought it was, a little, it was hilarious, but hilarious is strong. Um, but I wasn't offended by it, but a lot of people were. Uh, let me find it. Hold on. Um, okay, it was a tweet, and it says, You, why is my balance so low? Bank account. Make coffee at home. Bank account. Eat the food that's already in the fridge. Bank account. You don't need a cab. It's only three blocks. You, I guess we'll never know bank account seriously question mark and then it says hashtag motivation monday <laughs> isn't th- i thought that was cute that a lot of people had about? issues hmm? what are they offended about 
They were just saying like that. Um, it was a lot of people dogging this tweet because they were just like, um, hold on. You, why is my balance on no economics? Because work working Americans haven't gotten a raise in thirty years despite unjust okay. growth. Okay. Chase, maybe if you maybe if you skip that Duncan on April twenty second, you'd be able to afford those RX meds. That's how that works, right? <laughs> Somebody sarcastically replied. She's funny. Um, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I saw a bunch of little replies, but I I mean, I don't people were offended because they were basically saying like, um, you know, like people are going in debt off of y'all. So, mm-hmm. um, they were and like, How dare y'all try to be funny? My bank account the only reason my bank account is low is not because I'm eating out and buying Starbucks coffee. Because mm-hmm. I don't I mean I don't make enough money and I gotta pay for all these prescriptions. <laughs> I mean, do you I mean I get it, but but I, I, I get that, but at the same time I I probably would just thought it was funny. I'm like <laughs> I thought I it mean, was Cute. They have a lot of different apps that do that. They'd be like, "Oh, I see these ads on my Instagram all the time." And they'd be like, "Oh, can I afford a pizza?" No, you've been, you know, you've been buying too much Starbucks this week, and you know. But that's a spending app. That's a yeah. Chase a was kind of making Chase fun of people. Who be, Chase was making fun of people who like go in the cycle of being like, "Why am I? Why am I so broke?" And then they go to work and oh. order lunch. I and mean, then they me, go I, to the they pay for a gym. Oh, they don't that sounds go like to. me. You don't <laughs> uh, say what? Are you reading my bank account, Kristen? No, because that is exactly. I, mean, like, <laughs> I was thinking you know about that I mean? the other day. Or I'm like paying all paying these gym fees. You you haven't watched it this month, like that type of stuff, you know. And it's like I'll never know. That's they were making fun of people. They were I, making fun of people. I was at was work. Funny. I I stopped and got some coffee this morning, which so just a just a little um recommendation mm-hmm. or. I have been going. I went to Starbucks this morning, and I got a flat. You know they're flat whites. I don't know what that is flat white. Okay, a flat flat white is like their blonde roast, mm-hmm. um, espresso, I guess. Mm. Okay, so I got an iced flat white with um, a little bit of caramel. So good. It's like <laughs> subtle coffee flavor. It's got three shots of espresso. It's just really also good. it's a red eye. So it's like what? it's a red no. eye. It's, it's coffee with shots in it. No, I don't think I don't know. It's like I, I don't think there's coffee in it. I think it's just the shots of espresso. But so it's, it's like, like blonde. It's like, it's like it's like, like blonde, blonde, blonde roast espresso. Blonde shots of oh okay, blonde shots of espresso. No, I never heard. Yeah, of that. I should get. It. It's new. My boss told me about it, but it has whole milk in it. Oh goodness. Which Ooh, I I didn't know. <laughs> What? Everything tear you up, Kristen. You can't. You can't even. Not eat like food. some whole milk with. Some but that's why I was cut my stomach up. That's that's why I got. You know, somebody told me about it was because I was like, oh, does this macchiato have whole milk in it? And they're like, no, the only drink that they have that has whole milk in it is the flat white. And why the next day was like, oh, let me try this flat white. <laughs> and it's it's usually hot, but the ice one is good. So guys, try one of those. But you probably need a, a flavor in it, like some vanilla or some caramel. That's Teresa's tip of the day. Why she don't have no money? Because she's spending it at Starbucks. Exactly. I put some money on my. <laughs> it's like I was driving to work, put money on my Starbucks card so I could get the points. Got me my drink and got to work just like feeling like I ain't had no money. I'm just like Teresa, what you doing? I'm dead. Paying, got that oh, gym Teresa. membership came out of my account, made me mad. 
bruh, like, I'm, like, becoming, like, annoying. I was, like, I was literally looking in the mirror, and I was, like, Krista, like, you are really, like, because lately, I've really, the weight has been coming off, and I'm, like, Krista, like, I was, like, you should be down 30, 30 pounds by your birthday, or, like, at least 15, I was, like, 15, 30 pounds by your birthday, because you on the, you, you, like, enjoying this waking up in the morning and working out, and I was, like, yes, Krista, like, there's no reason That's why, good. you know, but it was funny, because in my head, I felt like this before, so I was, like, Krista, what you, I was like, you know, I was over here like, God, keep me humble because when I get this weight off, I'm about to be cocky. And I was like, what you, <laughs> I'm a show like, out. I was like, but Krista, I'm act like I don't know nobody. For? And right, but as I start thinking, I go, Krista, like, what you need to pray for is the ability to sustain how you feeling right now because you you saying that you're gonna be a snack and all this stuff in a couple of months, mm-hmm. but you know that don't let it hit your birthday and you snack. be too good and then you're gonna be struggling to get back on that diet. Like that's literally what always happens. Like I don't know why I was talking to myself. Like I just I finally got it down. Like I'm gonna struggle with food for the rest of my life. I already know that. But it was mm-hmm. just funny that I was talking to myself like that. I was for real like, oh I got it. Shoot. Way about to be sliding off. I'm about to just be a whole right. snack. And right. it was like I was legit so I ain't I gonna like, know me in a <laughs> in a couple of weeks. And it's like Krista, you really don't think that you've been like this before. You've had these vibes where it's like I'm really I'm, I'm like work I like working out. I don't mind eating good. Like and it's like mm-hmm. those go away, Krista. You know, so I was like, God keep me strong actually. Right. <laughs> But it was funny because I'm really like I'm waking up in the morning to go to the gym and I'm excited about it. Well, you you hold but on I to was, that excitement. But I was on the stairmaster and then I'll be to God's duration like I was on the stairmaster, y'all, and I was about to die. Like I was, and it's like it, I wasn't out of breath at all. Like that's what's so crazy. Like I was walking on the stairmaster, mm. wasn't out of breath, but I was sweating like something was wrong with me. Like I was just like because you don't never perspire, do you? I mean, I sweat at the gym, but not like that. Not where it's like coming down my chest and stuff. You know what I mean? Like where mm-hmm. it's like I'm Dang. really sweating. You know, and you went like out of breath. It was just like you just moving. I think that's what it was, and it was just it was just weird. It was like um, the stairmaster. I I already know I I can't play with that. I got I, I went to the gym with my brother and he was like okay Teresa you're gonna be on here for however many minutes and he was like I had barely started and I was like are you joking? So oh, he's like you're training now? Yes. No, I said I had oh. went with him once. And you and said he, he was that. like, "Okay, Therese, you're gonna be on this." I mean, yeah. When I go, when I go to the gym with him, he think he the trainer. Oh. He about to tell me what to do. That's funny. That's funny. And to get him off my back, I say, "Okay, whatever." But then I had to stop this. Oh. I wasn't about to die on the stairmaster. I'm sorry. See, I don't know. I like the stairmaster. I mean, the stairmaster does not. It don't do that to me. But um, but I feel you. Mm. But all right, guys. So, Gaspiration. Pull it up. Okay. So, um, so I wanted to talk about like um spiritualization and just like everything in general. And I also want to preface everything and just say, like, um, remember that my faith is evolving as we do these episodes you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so my god's inspiration from two years ago is probably not something that i would do now like some of the word might still be wow that's pretty good you know Chris? but some of it is definitely like i probably wouldn't have said that you know what i mean so just keep that in mind as we do god's inspiration like faith is my faith is always evolving like i love that people like our god's inspiration but um you know before i do speak like some of the things that i speak about because i'm about to speak about conviction and some of the things that i'm convicted on i don't feel conviction on now in the future i may feel conviction on i don't know but, um, but I wanted to talk about, you know, spiritualization and conviction and justification and things like that. So I feel like, you know, like it's a very worldly world. And if you're not familiar with what worldly means, it basically just means that um, 
that that people like like you know things that the sins of the bible like drinking heavy um you know still getting into drugs like having sex before marriage just like um all these different types of activities you know gossiping um you know just being just having a heart filled with hate and like you thinking that that's okay like all these different types of things are um things that are very worldly like if you meet someone and someone might be like man she's she's kind of worldly you know what i mean like and it's i know like that's not a nice thing to say to someone but like um it basically just means that they're you know they're kind of like there's they basically have an aura to them where the way that they act is okay even though it kind of goes directly against like the sins of the bible so that's what i mean when i say worldly and we live in a but we live in a very worldly world so basically like it's perfectly fine for me to see some girl that made me mad or that took my man uh, three years ago that i don't even want no more and for me to be like i don't even like her and it's like for me just to walk around like that and no no it's fine like most people are not gonna say why are you still mad about that you know like most people don't care they're gonna be like i feel you girl because xyz took my man too or you know like whatever or like a teacher who was rude to me 20 years ago and i still remember her like that type of stuff where it's like but but why are you still mad you know like people be like i feel you because you know she sounded like she was rude like that's literally what you get and it's just like that's very <laughs> it's very worldly like or just like how you can turn up on weekends and nobody really say anything and it's like okay that type of stuff is all that's all i'm saying so um but there's also things that aren't of the bible um like not watching an episode of power is not in the bible or Mm -hmm. not listening to certain rap music is not in the bible obviously because we live in the 21st century and times are changing and there's things that were written in the bible that do not directly tell you how you can live your life so what does that what does that put us at as christians like so as christians we are at a point where we have to go with our convictions and go with what the holy spirit is telling us so sometimes you can feel yourself justifying things like sometimes you know like you can feel that heavy lump where it's like i know i'm not supposed to be doing that but you can try to make it feel right and honestly Mm -hmm. y'all when you try to make something feel right too long it's gonna feel right because that's what you molded it to do if you try to make your hair straight 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 eventually it's gonna just lay straight you know what i mean like eventually that's just what it becomes so um i wanted to talk about the difference between like when it's like a conviction and when it's justification and then also to speak about like so what do you do when your conviction is not their conviction um because some like i'm noted like i i have a friend for example she she doesn't like when i say um i'm dead and i say that a lot y'all i think i actually said on this podcast and it was just actually funny because there's probably people listening right now like oh yes Krista, that is a problem you know what i mean and like because you know like the the power of the tongue is real and i feel that but like you know i've thought that before mm -hmm. i mean like after saying i'm dead i'm like you know you really shouldn't say stuff like (laughs) you mess around and talk up something i know but like for me i just i do not feel that conviction with that and i'm just saying Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i was listening to megan good she was on the wendy williams show today and she was um she has a sex scene with Michael Ely um in her new movie Intruder yeah and I and they were and you know Wendy with her messy you know this is God's permission Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry y'all Lord's still working but you know Wendy (laughs) being how she is like ooh y'all I'm telling you God really be working on me like that was not just me like 
oh, let me get right for God's direction. That was genuinely like, literally, I'll be talking to Therese, like, you know, with her messy stuff, and I'll be like, oh, that wasn't right. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Therese. Like, I literally do that. So, um, that's not just me trying to be funny. But anyway, so yeah, so like, Wendy Williams was, um, she was talking about the scene and she's like what is the pulpit gonna say what's the congregation gonna say and megan's like she was like do you think they're gonna have a problem with that scene and megan's like they probably will she was like but you know what at the end of the day it comes down to my relationship between me and god and and she was like and and if i feel okay with what i'm doing then and i then i know god's okay with what i'm doing because i feel like god has told me what i'm doing and i feel like that is very true like yes like do i need has my friend brought upon something that i should really look into and pray on because honestly i do not feel conviction on saying i'm dead but would it, it would be negligent for me to not pray on it do you know what i mean right so yes like i'm going i'm not gonna just throw that conviction away i mean that i'm not gonna throw that away and and just say oh that's not my conviction because maybe god is telling me to say it not say it down the line but right now, I can definitely recognize that I don't feel that conviction. But then there's other times where it's like, you really don't have that conviction. And it's okay to walk in something that you don't have a conviction for. Because there are people who, like, they don't struggle with liquor. So if they have their friends invite them to a party and they go and they have drinks there, that's not a big deal to them. Do you know what I mm -hmm. mean? And then there's people like me where it's like, if they go have, an, if I go to an event where there's free liquor, I'm going to need to go with somebody that don't drink like that because otherwise I'm going to be drinking. And it's mm -hmm. just like, and it's the same thing with sex. Like, I don't struggle with casual sex. That is just not something that I, you know, that that I really deal with. So, like, if my, fr I remember one time I went on vacation with some friends and they were just like, it's really weird for me to be on a vacation, like, as a single person. I mean, in a relationship. And I was like, really? You know, because that's just not, and she kind of was saying it, like, you know, I'm used to getting some attention, you know, having some dudes around. And it's like, I mean, I just, that is just not me. But, like, for her, if she is ever single again, she needs to be cognizant of that. So maybe she shouldn't put herself in situations where, you know, like you're you're needing that attention or you're needing that validation or you're wanting, you know, because you know that you can easily go that way. I, that's not going to happen to me. I could be looking like a whole snack in the middle of the club. And if too many dudes touch me, I'm going to be real offended. And I'm not going to want to talk to them. So, and, I, and I'm mm -hmm. real past that phase. It's just, it's just not what I'm looking for at all. Like at all. Actually. Right. But like, I mean, it's just, At that's just how that. everyone, like, like if I think about it, like, that don't even sound fun. Low-key, I'll probably be the one, I could be a whole snack, and I'm not going to dress like a snack, because I don't feel like going to the club, people talking to me, right. or touching I'm, me, I'm really touching me, that's my me. thing. Talking to me, sure, I guess, but touching me, no. But, um, but yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying, so like, just know, knowing your, knowing your weaknesses, and knowing your convictions, like, it is important, so... I like like as as the um the tongue thing that's something that I should definitely pray to God about but that's not something that I have like a complete quick I know that's not wrong and I kind of want to now speak to the point of someone who is just like completely disregarding something you you know right now that there's something that is sitting heavy on your chest and you know that God is trying to pull you away from it and you keep going back to it and it could be gossip or it could be just like having just so much hatred in your heart and just thinking that that's okay or it could be like i said like the fornication or it could be sex or it could just be or not or drinking it could be anything it could be disrespecting your parents because that is truly not in the that is not of the bible to act like that and you know like those are things where it's like you really have to press into god and to recognize that you cannot continue to justify those acts there are mm -hmm. a lot of things and i'll be honest like with me with gossip I ain't never been the type to be like, not Therese. I'm 
never been like a true gossip. But mm-hmm. and I'm, I, you know, let me not. I'm. At, I was literally about to justify that. But I'm. But it's. But gossip is gossip. So I can't even do me do myself like that. I'm. Ne- I, I will say I've never been the type to just like go in as soon as I sit down at the table. I'm more of a like somebody had to be mean to me, so now I'm about to talk about them. That's more right. so how I am. But gossip is gossip. Just because that person gossiped about me first, don't make them any less of a gossip than I am for me to talk back about them. But like that's how. So I know that I struggle with that, and and I can I can justify it all day. Like I literally was about to justify it as I was talking to y'all. So like I I think that it's very 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 important to be aware of yourself when you are when you're dealing with sin with God and things that you know like you can feel like you don't feel right about before you before you before you before you move on to the okay next okay let's say the scenario next time you feel something you you feel yourself doing something and then later you look back at it like dang I was doing that ask yourself like did I justify it to get past it or did I did I like try to repent or did I like pray to God to try to help God help me heal that because I feel like that makes a difference like how you know like I know my thoughts move at 10 miles a minute but sometimes I could be thinking the nastiest thoughts about somebody and if you don't even have a snap judgment of dang that was me you know that like I feel like you need to pray for God to give you that so you can at least even recognize it you know what I mean like my whole thing here that I want to focus on today is just don't ever allow yourself to sit in justification like you cannot let yourself justify bad behavior or bad thoughts that's not okay it's really not and God has better for you and I feel like there is just really something to be gained when you really press into God and just try to be the holistic person that God wants you to be I think um also I think an important thing to remember when you're ever listening to God's creation is that I'm always coming from the perspective that God's purposes, God, God's plan for my life is better than my own. And I think mm-hmm. that that's important to know because I feel like at the end of the day, if you're a person where you don't believe that, then it's going to be hard for you to understand where I'm coming from. Like you're going to, if, or if, or if you don't, or if you're at a point where you just, you're struggling to give your plan to God, you know, where you just really don't you want your own plan you 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 like to be in charge of your own life then i feel like you will have a hard time understanding why it's wrong to 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 do things that make you that 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 aren't nice or that aren't good that are of not of the bible and that's real Mm -hmm. like i noticed that like when i was not as content with submitting my life over to god in every area and even to this day there's still areas where i can see myself trying to hold on to them but i noticed that as i give god every area of my life um like i start to feel more convictions because like Hmm. i used to drink yeah you start to feel more convictions because i used to drink more in college and I, there were times when I was in college and I would be like I need to stop drinking this this ain't what God want me to be doing I remember thinking like that but that didn't right. last that long and it really it might be like a month and I'd be like you know I've kind of get back to it you know and but it was because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like I genuinely believed that I was doing a good job with my life I was like I'm in college you know I'm about to graduate in May I'm not doing too bad I can have me a drink yeah I deserve me a drink let's get some drinks oh y'all want to have two drinks okay cool and by the end of the night you drunk and you like shit I had a good night you know what I mean like at that point like mm-hmm. you feel like you're in charge of your own life but when you start to really submit your life over to God like that you will have more convictions because God is wanting you 
God is he's trying to pull you in to live the life that he has for you and 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 I don't know I, I think hopefully this gospel makes sense but I just really feel like there is something to be gained from um living a life like God it is it is hard and sometimes even now like there are definitely times when I'm when I'm like you know the Bible tells me to be nice but who said I need to be nice to everybody and I literally mm. think that like some, and I'm right. like in this past week or so that's actually why I picked this topic because I'd be like I mean I know God saying that but like maybe maybe I maybe who, who knows like what if me being rude to her actually could make her a stronger person like I've thought that's a shame <laughs> I don't, but like, that's not funny but it's just like really or like you know or I don't think that about me being mean now but there might have been someone I was going uh-huh. to in the past and God might I can kind of feel God telling me to apologize not to apologize but to reach out to that person or to you know, like maybe try to make things a little bit better because we ended badly. But it's a part of me that's like, but God, I could have helped her like that. And God's like, and maybe you did help her, but like, you're different now, Krista. I would make all things work together for the good. So maybe back then when you was low key acting out of my, acting out of my will, being rude to people, you know, he's like, I I turned it around and worked it out so that she's actually benefiting from how you talk to her. But now maybe you need to go back and apologize and be and show mm-hmm. her what God God's love is like I feel like all things work together for good but I do believe that God's plan is um ruling all and I did have a bible verse that I wanted to read um let me pull it up um let me see so it was it's Romans 14 23 um and basically the verse is just talking about um you know like okay so like let's say like Therese if Therese as my friend or my you know my sister she's the type of person who could be like um Therese don't struggle with alcohol she wants y'all to think she do she don't y'all but like you know I like huh? a little liquor I was like Therese love Therese gets offended when I say she don't drink but um I don't think don't I struggle drink. with alcohol I would never say that no <laughs> what you don't even like alcohol but um uh, okay christy you know we're not gonna get into this <laughs> during godspiration but okay Therese doesn't really mess with liquor like that that's my point and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, the bible verse is basically talking about how like even though Therese doesn't mess with liquor like that and maybe we're at an event where they're having unlimited i don't know what's my favorite drink i love a mojito they're having unlimited mojitos maybe yes. Therese should only have one like that's the bible verse is speaking to that like don't just because you can handle liquor doesn't mean that you being around me makes it so you you know you should continue you know like it basically that's just like if i know a guy struggles with lust and i know leggings are his thing and i'm wearing some leggings it's like krista what you really trying to do though you know what i mean like right it's like yeah you don't think leggings are extra sexy but you know he thinks leggings are extra sexy so like just like therese might not think that her having three mojitos maybe she in a really good mood that day and she having three because she know but she knows if she has three i'm gonna have three you know what right. i mean like so it's basically that's how the verse started just because you um, can yeah so it's like when you're in my company be cognizant of your brothers and sisters you know what i mean like so that's what the bible verse actually started off saying but i'm gonna read um just verse 23 and it says but if you have doubts whether or not you should eat something you are you are sinning if you go ahead and do it for you are not following your convictions if you do anything you believe is not right you are sinning that's clean cut y'all like like to the point where it almost makes me mad that there's no gray there because like 
But it's like because it's just it is or it's not. It's like you're sinning. Like legit, if I if I like how I was about to try to justify gossiping, it was sinning. Like there have been people who have been mean to me, y'all. Like rude, and it's like really you about to do me like that? And then I called Therese. Like Therese, I can't believe what this man just did. That's there's a difference between venting and gossiping. When you're gossiping, you're mm-hmm. going in. I'm saying comments that are off the wall. I'm talking about her shoes. That aren't necessary. I'm talking about his daddy. Like with his you know extra dusty shoes. He right. had the audacity to talk right. to me like that. Yeah, and, and his brother talks to me back and forth on his little Android. I don't even know how to send a right text message. See, that's gossip. That's not. Like, that's not <laughs> venting. Right. You know what I mean? But that sounds like something I would say if I get heated. And like the Bible verse is saying, if you are not following your convictions. For you are not following your convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. I believe in my heart that gossiping is not okay. And me calling Therese because this brother did me wrong is still not okay. It's still a sin. And um, so, yeah, guys, that is basically everything um, that I had to talk about. Hmm. And... Yeah, that's all I really had for gaspiration. I hope that it made sense. Um, but I had, but basically, just, just, just follow. Don't follow your justification, y'all. People will justify for you. Like when, you, if you are a person who is, who is not trying to have sex, let's say, and maybe you only have been the type to have sex in relationships in the past. And someone's like, I mean, we're human. We have a need for sex. Like it's not like you were out here. Like you were fine. Like people will say that. Or people will tell me, Chris, that you've never had, like, an alcoholic issue where you had to be in a center. You know what I'm saying? Like, they will say that to me. They'll be like, girl, you, you're a super sweet. What are you talking about, you gossip? Like, they will say these things, and, and you'll be like, you're right. I am nice. I'm so sweet. And it's like, no. Just because you're good don't mean you can't be better. Like, let, mm-hmm. let God be the one who... That's a word right there. Let God be the one <laughs> who, tell, who, who, who can make you feel better about stuff. And if God doesn't make you feel better about it, it's because it's not what you should be doing. And that is all. So. Okay. All right, guys. All yes. right. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Another one of my nails fell off. What is this? Sound like you got a nail issue. <laughs> you need to work that out. Um. Yeah, like what? Okay. Anyway, um, guys. So, yeah. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Um, connect with us. Make sure you check out our website. We did say that we were going to start pubbing our um, prayer request again, so feel free to fill that out if you guys have anything that you would like for, for some prayer for. Um, and if, if you're going to have anything yes, else, we'll be send back that. Let weeks. us know. Oh, follow us on, subscribe to us on iTunes, guys. Leave us a review. And subscribe to yes, us on SoundCloud. all of that. Forever. <laughs> you haven't said that in a while. What? And we'll love you forever. He used to say that a lot. Did I used to say that? Oh. Yes, you did. Mm. Okay, guys. Well, we'll see you in two weeks. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.